The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. See, we're on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee.
How's it? And welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono on the 808. I'm the poor man. And I'm Dr. <laughs> Aloha. Why does it feel like we've been away for so long? Just been like so nonstop every day. Right. We had a holiday, Thanksgiving, which yeah. was nice. It was wonderful. And now we're going to be doing a podcast on thankful in Hawaii. And it doesn't necessarily have to be things we're thankful for in Hawaii. We're kind of kind of basis on just things we should be thankful for in general. But explain this because it's really, I mean, yes, it's things in general, but it's also things that like COVID really opened up your eyes to. Of course it did. So this is almost like a thing, like after we went through so many years of COVID, things were, we have renewed gratitude for. Yes. Like it really made me appreciate how important ice cream is in my life now. (laughs) And pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to laugh about that. I know. But I mean, let's just, okay, let's just be serious. Okay, so we just came into an old school 1940s song. It was called The Song of Old Hawaii. Beautiful. All right, and before we even get into lots of stuff that's going on, even before we get into the things we should be grateful for, it's Steve's birthday. Yeah, one of our Steves. Are we ready to hear a really cool tune for Steve's birthday? Let's do it. All right. Happy birthday, Steve. Go, it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. We gon' sip a party like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck it's like your birthday. You find me in your right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And that was a little different. Just for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get into Matt. Matt wrote us a pretty extensive um, email concerning Big Island off-grid, and he had some questions. Would you like to do this? And then I guess I'll do the answers. Sure. All right. All right, from Matt. So I have some questions for my family who are interested in joining in on the Big Island community. Woohoo! Yay! I think one of the first questions would obviously be, when do you see this happening? So we've been, if you've been following us all over from Facebook and keeping up with the podcasts, we've been talking about that, you know, this is a big transitional time, especially with now COVID. And it seems like people with a lot of money are starting to go to the Big Island lately. And, yep. and they're buying up huge sums of Big Island properties. You're talking about hundreds of acres, thousands of acres. The The last sale was for $11 million for 13,000 acres with hundreds of waterfalls I on them. I know. So someone is doing something. Someone is like, I don't know what's happening, but the market on the Big Island is exploding right now. And we believed right before COVID, we've been talking about it, that we had more time to do this up to five years before, you know, the land started to get more expensive. Now I'm cutting that down by a couple of years. We probably have three years now. I'm going to, you know what, I'm just going to say three years, period, because I don't believe we have five years anymore. Yeah, it's changing fast. Yeah. I remember we watched some YouTube videos recently on Big Island um, lands and home well, sales. Well, Kim's, Kim's been sending us some stuff right. too. Right. But aside from that, like we watched some other ones recently too. And it was saying like some areas went up by like 30%. Yes. It's really scary. It's, it is kind of scary. And I don't know if it's an influx of, I th- you know, uh, this is what I'm assuming. Or maybe I may be way off, but. Oahu, there's really not a, land, a lot of land left, right. and it's highly expensive. So people are getting in, realizing this. People who have money, maybe is in real estate on the mainland, and they're coming in and buying large amounts of land. Like those 13,000 acres, I believe only one to 200 of those acres are actually b- going to be able to be subdivided. Right, so everything, houses. Yeah. So everything else is protected 
reserve nature preserve land that have all the waterfalls but they will be able to go in there probably on 100 acres and subdivide and create a community so that's where all their money is going to come from because that 11 million dollars they paid for that's going to be made up yeah you know off of the 100 acres or whatever so um and the other thing with that is is we have to get in to this i would say within the next three years because i we just don't believe it's going to be affordable anymore on the big island as well and that's really scary because that is not something that we expected so quickly yeah yeah all right what's next so another question would be about community expectations versus community reality Mm -hmm. such as zero waste no plastic he writes i think this is a great idea most of us will probably need a bit of a learning curve though yeah, so Amanda and I are going to do our best to get to about 90% zero waste. And, you know, we can teach others, but the real, you know, the, the, the honest reality will probably be that most of us in the community will probably be maybe like 35% non-disposable waste. Just trying to be more realistic. Mm-hmm. I would love to get us all up to 50%. And maybe over time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe over time, as you learn more and you're more conscious of what's happening around you, you will just, it'll become more of an automatic thing. We want you, we want us all to be a little more, but I'm not going to sit there and force you to do anything. Uh, The thing is, is with a non-disposable waste, you're going to have to remove that weekly on your own. There's not going to be any trash pickup on the property. That's why we want to get ourselves down to as much little waste as possible. Right. You're going to have to have your own waste and you're going to have to dump it somewhere else. And, you know, you're going to have to go to a local dump to get rid of it. Um, I'm not sure if there will be a cost to that. There may be. You know, more than likely, if you're living on this land, you're going to have a truck. Just take your weekly waste, put it on the truck, go down to the local dump, and just deposit it there. Uh, You may or may not have to pay a small fee. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Can we design our own homes? If so, what will the community guideline be? Can we build it ourselves or use your own use our own builders? Okay, so yes, you can design your own home if they follow a certain criteria in size and kind of hold up to that zero waste initiative, meaning um, tiny homes must be on wheels and they also must either be composite or incinerator toilets. There's no septic. There's not going to be any septic on this property. Right. So that may be an issue with some people. If that's an issue with you, then this is probably not the community for you. But yeah. look into it because they've come far. Way far. And we've said this before. Yeah. They're it, really pretty good now. Yeah. It, you know what? In, in the old days, well, you know, before, everybody was using compost toilets. Cinerators didn't exist, right? But they do now where literally your poop gets burned yeah. and it turns into ashes. And then you just dump it in the backyard or whatever you want. And you it's can pretty u- cool. Yeah, you can use it for fertilizer too, whatever. But the the compost with cedar or whatever else you want to use is different options you can use. It's much cleaner than people think. And that's what everybody used to use. It's, you know, it's just uh, all this technology today. I get it, septic, sewer, and all that stuff. But we're trying to take it back to a time where we can get rid of our own waste mm-hmm. and get rid of our own trash. And when you become more focused on that, you can get yourself down to 50% or even closer to what we want to do. Yeah, almost, absolutely. Yeah, almost no waste. Uh, so it's a possibility. Now, that is what we're going with right now, Matt. But we may, well, I think in spring, because the plan was in August to stay on the Big Island and to stay in a bamboo home. Right. So that is bamboo-living.com. And the homes there are very affordable. They're made with um, bamboo. 
So, so just to back up, this isn't not hurting the community and uh, not hurting the environment. A possible alternative to the tiny homes that yes. we've been discussing, and we've talked about this on previous podcasts too. They're beautiful, so check out their website if you haven't heard of them yet. Take yes. a look. And we're not sure which direction we're going to go. But if we were to do one or the other, it's either going to be tiny homes on wheels, or it's going to be bamboo homes. Right. So that's your options. Those two. Now you can design them the way you want them, but they either, the materials have to either be the tiny home on wheels, or they got to be out of bamboo. And reusable, reusable. Yeah, environmentally you know I mean? friendly yeah. and really beautiful. Yeah, because if you just start building whatever you want and stuff like that, then it gets out of control, and then you're not focusing. When you get to do whatever you want, it's no longer a community. That's that's the truth. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay. Okay. Will there be an HOA fee? Do you have a monthly figure in mind, money-wise? Yeah, we're looking at about $250 a month. Okay. All right, that's probably what it's going to be. That'll take care of a little bit of everything. He gets into more questions here, and we'll go into that. Okay. Is every community member expected to grow something on their lot? Absolutely. You are not a member of the community if you don't contribute to the community. But it's that's contribute. It doesn't necessarily have to be grow, right? Or does it? No, I would like... Uh, if you, Well, first of all... It's agricultural land. You must oh, okay. grow something something on your land. Uh, oh, you can't be on the land. Okay. So whether you're growing, you know, 10 papaya trees, 10 banana trees, uh, some avocado, coffee, whatever you, whatever, you, whatever you have a passion for. If you have a passion for guava, grow guava, whatever. So but you've got to grow something for the community and for your own sake. Because you can't have that plot of land. It's agricultural land. You have to grow a crop. So everybody needs to. So say, for example, Tiffany, who wanted to contribute by opening up a smoothie shack. She also has to grow something. I would I would hope that she, if that's what she wants to do, she will be growing the crops that she wants to use for the smoothie shop. Yeah. Well, you I know? mean, we all will be. Yeah. yeah. But she can also grow the crops on her property. And then she can go ahead and do the smoothies at the community center because we're going to have a bar and a community center there where she can actually do it there. Okay. So that'll be interesting. But she's also, Tiffy is also the one, uh, is, uh, she wanted to see if um, a rental would be possible. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So even on the rental area around her, let's say if we were able to do that, then she would have to still grow something on our property, tend it, and take care of it. And that was kind of his next question, too. Yeah. Well, it was related. He said, because Matt's not planning to be there the whole time. Okay. So he wrote, since we will only be there a few times a year, will I be able to offer my home on Airbnb, VRBO, etc.? So that's so Matt and as many others that have this question, we don't have an answer for that at this time because we need to look into the specifics related to the agricultural land. And if we can rent a unit on the property... Um, for a shorter period of time because let's say Tiff came on the land she's going to be renting that long term so that will be she will be able to do that because it'll be a year now Matt's saying he'll only come up a couple he'll come out a couple of times a year maybe up to three times a year so essentially what you're doing is someone's going to be renting that property it's not going to be someone who lives in Hawaii obviously because you'd be kicking them out three times a year right so it has to be someone like a VBRO where it's a short-term rental uh, a short-term rental in Hawaii is minimum 30 days. It's so, not really that short-term. <laughs> no. Yeah. So the people who are coming out to rent a Airbnb or VBRO, more than likely are only coming out for a couple of weeks. Uh, you won't be able to do that on this land. Uh, it has to be 30 days or longer. So if you can find someone who's going to come out on vacation on this property for a month at a time, 
then there shouldn't be an issue. But if it's shorter than a month, there will be an issue. And you don't want to cause an issue for the whole community. Right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, and then he writes... If I'll be able to rent out my property, could you or someone within the community manage the rental for me with a small fee? Yes, I would manage all properties on the community for a fee, uh, including uh, TIFFs. You know, like uh, they would be all managed. Okay. If someone was leaving for an extended period of time, let's say you live there, but you're going to go home for two, three months. Just to go be with family or do whatever you want to do, I, I, would, I would maintain the property for you while you're gone. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You mentioned having a community center. How would this be paid for? Who would build and maintain it? So the community would be paid for um, uh, the building of it, and it would be paid off of the HOA fees. So that's kind of how would we do it, that 250 that's coming in mm-hmm. a month. Um, initially, obviously, that's not coming in. So we'd all have to get together and put a little bit aside to build the community because we want that going up as the homes go up. We, honestly, we would prefer to have the community center up first. Because we're not telling you when to build your home. Right. You own the land. You can build when you want. Make your and own move, decision. Yeah, yeah. And move when you want. But we'd like to have the community center there as a place to get together for, let's say, holidays, everybody. You don't have to get together, by the way, with everybody on the property for holidays. But the whole concept and, and meaning behind this is to build a community, to be friends with everybody on the property. You're not going to sit there and hide from everybody. Right. How does that, why do you want to be? Go well, get, I mean, they could do what they want. No, but I get it. But we're going to all be very yeah, close-knit is the yeah, point. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. If, if you don't want to be a part of a community... Then just go buy your own five acres and do what you want with it. That's true. So the whole idea is to get together for holidays, celebrate things together, have potlucks. You know, on the weekends have a farmer's market where everybody from their land brings their fruits and vegetables to the community uh, center. And, and, you know, sit at the bar, have some drinks, Mm -hmm. relax. We want to have a pool table. We want to have a pool there at the community center. And the the, the, the pool will be a, it'll be a container pool. So everything's kind of built on that concept and idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just a place to come together and help each other out. And if you have a problem with your... See, the thing is, is if you are not a part of the community, don't expect the community to help you. <laughs> That's true. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, if you want to be on your own and you want to have your own five acres, your own two acres, build your own house, do whatever you want on it, fine. But if you want to be a part of the community and have all these people willing to help you and come together, this is the concept of what we're doing. Okay. Sounds good. All right. How will the infrastructure be managed? The roads, community power, source, waste, cleaning, etc. Will this be covered by HOA money or community manpower or both? It's going to be both. HOAs and community manpower. We're going to be involved in how we take care of the property. Okay. We're going to get our hands a little bit dirty. And the whole concept behind that too is you learn so much when you do it yourself. You realize, wow, (laughs) I've never done this before. This is hard work. Yeah. Now I understand. Now I have a more of appreciation of what people do in those fields. And you learn and you grow. I mean, people become stagnant in life and that's it. Once you become stagnant and you're not learning and educating yourself anymore, I think it's all downhill after that. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, so I mean, this is a way for you to always grow and to always learn and to build things together on the property. And, and what contribute. about, I mean, just realistically, as people grow older and they can't do it all themselves anymore? Well, that's the inevi- that's the inevitable, isn't it? Well, so I mean, we we're all going to get old. No, so. I know. That's true. Yeah. So there's going to come to a point, and that's a good question. That's a question that's almost never asked. What happens when we're all old and dying, right? <laughs> no, I, mean, I know it's sad, but 
Um, we will we will need to then, and that'll be good because a lot of the HOAs will be bi- piling up in an account. Yeah, and we'll be able to use that money to have it done for yeah, us. Yeah, for 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 to, yeah to That's have that I done. That's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. Just in I case mean, people are wondering, because yeah. it's true. Like right now, we have a lot of energy, but one day. No, one day we're not going to. <laughs> like we're going to need people to come on and um, tend our crops right. for us. Yeah. So I mean, it may come to a point in the future where we have people stay on the property and maintain it and take care of it i love that idea but they get to live for free sure i love that idea as long as they tend the gardens for us and take care of the land and you see that already in hawaii all over the place and it works really well yes i don't see any problem i mean who wouldn't want to stay in a tiny home for free all they got to do in the day is just go out and and they get to take of it too yeah they get to give it to us because we you know we're getting a little old but they get to take of it too so they get free food free place to live they can do whatever they want and if they got a side job in their tiny home with crypto money or whatever the frig they're doing over <laughs> here on the side. <laughs> Cryptocurrency and all this crap that I'm just starting to learn about. Um, NFTs. What are NFTs? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I'm thinking of doing NFTs. I'm thinking of getting into it. If anybody knows anything about NFTs, I'm learning from a couple of my friends. They want to do it. You know, I'm a great artist, a great animator and everything. So I want to get that into the get into that on the side as well. Just have like a retirement fund. Yeah. I yeah. think it's a great idea. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. So it's going to be both HOAs and uh, community. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. I like your idea of allowing community members to be involved as little or as much as they feel comfortable. What would your minimum expectation of a community member who would not be there most of the time be? Uh, You're going to have to grow crops on your own acreage that the community can take of. So you need to initiate the growing of the crops and then we will maintain them and take of them while you're not there. Sure. Um, Obviously, if you're not going to be there often, we're going. We also we're also getting alpaca, so yeah. the al- so we will need to move the alpaca to your property to, to, to eat the grass, essentially cutting the grass for you mm-hmm. uh, on a monthly basis. So there's a lots of little things that we're going to need to do to maintain your property for you while you're gone, and that's why you would pay a little fee. But as long as as long as you're giving back by producing crops for the community, you know that's that would be the minimum. That would be the minimum you need to do. Yeah. I would hope that everybody just doesn't say you know what i'm just getting in on this because it's cheap because you know it's a community and i can sit on my acre or two and vegetate and just have some crops and let them pick the crops for them and i don't have to be involved with everybody yeah no you cannot do that we do want your involvement yeah if you were there all year and you got some crops don't expect us to come take of them if you're there we expect you to bring them to the community center and be more involved with everybody in the community but if you're not there and you bought this property and bought this land and you're only there for two to, th- two to three times a year, you know, we, we can discuss what the minimum would be. And I think that's good. Just yeah. grow the crops and we'll take of it. I agree. Yeah. Are all the homes going to tie into one power source or are we going to have our own source such as solar panels? Right. So each tiny home will have its own Tesla power wall and solar panel systems as well as a water catchment system. You will have to put that in yourselves. Uh, we've discussed on the costs of that in that big podcast. And that's always changing. It's always changing. <laughs> it's always changing. But you're going to have to do your own Tesla power wall. You're going to have to do your own water catchment system because... If we were a closer knit community, which means if we were all on, let's say, half acres right. or a quarter acres, then we, we could put in a power grid to go out to everybody. But because we're going to be split up and each person's going to have a different amount of land, possibly, that's too far away from each other right. to be able to, to go into one central power grid. It just wouldn't work. Yeah, if somebody's on five acres and someone's on two acres and someone's on a half, a, a minimum of a one acre, 
you're gonna have to put in your own supply energy supply because it's not going to work i think so too yeah it's and just you're going to want that <laughs> you're going to want yeah you're going to want it to and and it's just you are not more than likely we're not going to see each other until we get on the main road go past the community center and exit the same way everyone else has to mm -hmm. because we're all going to be split up on acreage right and there's going to be a lot of trees and stuff like that if there's some areas where it's just prairie land in the distance you may see a house but there's really not we're not going to hear each other we're not going to you know, it's gonna, that's the way it's going to be. That's why we want to bring everybody together, maybe on the weekends, to see how everybody's doing. We can stop at each other's houses whenever we want, be invited over and stuff. But it's not going to be where we can, hey, neighbor. Yeah. You're not going to see them. You're, you're not, not going to look out your window and talk other. to each other. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Are you modeling your ideal tiny house community after another existing community? If so, which community would that be? No, there's no community. This is all in my head. <laughs> it's all in my head this will be a much more laxed off-grid community there's a lot more rules a lot more regulations than other grid communities and sometimes the state actually does not like that they mm -hmm. want more the control control they want to have they want to see the control and how you're managing these communities and we really don't want that we want you guys to be as free as possible but we also want you to be a part of something so we don't want you to feel like you're off on your own. On these other communities, those people are off on their own. Yeah. They don't have this community feeling. And we, we just don't want that. Right. We don't want that. Yeah. Okay. So you guys said the minimum to buy into the community is a one acre parcel. Yep. Would there be an opportunity to buy more than one acre? Uh, yes, you'll have the option to buy more than one acre. It's honestly how the land uh, can and will be subdivided. There may be four parcels of one acre, you know, then there may be two parcels of two acres and several more of two to five acres. Uh, we just don't know until we look at the details of the land. And the truth is that every property that's for sale is different in how yeah. it can be subdivided. Yeah, it's not going to be up to us to subdivide the acreage. It's going to be already done, set up yeah. to be subdivided in five ways, seven ways, 11 ways. And it depends on yeah. the area that we end up buying true that again if we were to buy 50 acres we may only be able to subdivide it 10 10 and 10 ways or 15 ways uh one person may get two acres another may get 10 acres we just don't know depends on how much money you want to invest and how it can be split up so we really can't answer that um i don't know yet we don't we're not there right we, we haven't started to get over there and start to look at the land and understand how it's subdivided but we know from from reading and from seeing property sold like Kim had just posted a property yes. of 11 acres. Kim's been so helpful yes, with all been very her helpful. postings. Yeah, yes. and with videos. So the, the property that was like, it was cheap. It was pretty cheap for 11 acres. That can't be subdivided. That's 11 acres. Yeah. That's for one home. Mm -hmm. That's the end of it. So you can't subdivide that. Um, and that's just the way it works out in the country. So for us, we have to find a lot of land that we can subdivide. Let's put it this way. I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking if we can get 40 acres... We may only be able to subdivide that. Five five people may only be able to be on that. Mm. Or maybe ten people at the most. So this is going to be... We, I don't want to go ahead... I don't, we'll have to... We're going to continue to look. If we find 100 acres and we can subdivide that by 20 or 15, we'll go for that. Yeah. We just don't know. We don't we know. We don't know yet. Yeah. Would the price of the parcel include the cost associated with subdividing a large parcel of land? So, for example, attorney's fees, closing costs, surveyor fees, etc. No, those are all extra costs to subdivide. I, I will assume it is. So, yeah. if you buy 12 acres 
and they do have something in the note or somewhere that it can be just subdivided then you have to bring those people in to actually subdivide it in the way it's supposed to be okay. unless it's already been done i don't know again we'll see we'll see <laughs> but i will say that that's going to be an extra cost more than likely yeah probably yeah. okay and then finally I think one of our concerns is that you'd have some type of ownership on our property since the community is your creation. I can't imagine that you do all of this at no cost. Would you be receiving any compensation for your time, energy, and building this community? If so, how do you see yourself compensated? We expect you to be compensated in some sort of way, just asking for transparency. Right, so first off, a quarter of the HOAs would go to me. Okay. Okay. So that's 25% of the 250. I would be considered the community property manager. So that 25% is going to be because I'm going to manage, I'm going to take care of the properties. So see, you're paying a fee for that. And that makes sense. Yeah. Now, do you, do you anticipate that that percentage or that fee would go up over time? I, I don't believe so because... That's not the way the community is going to work. Okay. That's just not the way the community is going to work. No, I don't think that's going to happen. So that's like a huge benefit of living like this lifestyle. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to worry about that. I think the only time we would have a discussion of something like that where where a fee would go up would be over time. Let's say we need to rebuild part of the community center or we want to build something else together as a community. Right. It would be a group decision. It would be a group decision. We'd come in and talk, listen, you know, we want to build this, yay or nay. And mm -hmm. if we get more nays, then we won't build it. If we got more yays, then we will have to figure out how much each uh, community member will be paying toward it. And we'll go from there. Got it. I think that would be the best way to do that. Now, as for, I would not have any ownership of your, let's say, one to two acres or three acres. What do you have? The only thing I would have complete ownership of is my own subdivided, you know, our, our own subdu right. subdivided acre, acreage. Uh, which, which would more likely will probably have the most acreage on the community. Okay. Um, there's no limit to the acreage that I guess you could own. Um, we have to figure out, we, we have to figure out like, okay, so I was looking at making this, this gets more complicated in the back end of what I'm thinking. I was thinking of making this a nonprofit, right? So... The nonprofit would own the overall property, but we would be all be on. Mm -hmm. We would all be in as like an advisory board of the nonprofit. Okay. Uh, I would be president of it. Yeah. And then there would be someone in the community that would be a vice president, a secretary, a treasurer. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it would work. And the people who would be the president, VP, secretary, treasurer would be the ones with the most land of the property. Okay. So if you own one acre, you could be obviously on the advisory board, but you wouldn't be... You know, if you owned five to ten acres on the property, then you'd be one of the executive board. executive board members. So everything's going to be voted on. Everything's going to be done like that. So that's kind of how it would work, really. So I don't want to think, I don't want anyone to think that You're I'm gonna going own. to have say over everything and what the fuck's going on. That's right. not going to be the way it is. And I don't own 51% of the property. You know, if I was to get five acres, I'm probably going to own 20% of the whole entire thing. So maybe... So I don't own a majority of anything. Yeah, so just let's just put this out there because we've heard yeah. it a couple of times now. We've had a couple of patrons come to us saying they have concerns or their significant other has concerns that, is this going to be a cult? Yeah. <laughs> 
and it's like a joke, but I think in their heads it's a little bit serious too. Yeah. So no. <laughs> let me let me be straight up and honest with everybody that may be thinking about this or may be interested in this. We don't have to do this. Yeah. I could go. Me and Amanda could go off and buy our own five, ten acres, twenty acres, and just live quietly on an off-grid home by ourselves. This is something if you're interested. We're doing this for you guys to become a community because the because this podcast has become an ohana, has become a community, and we want to give you all the ability to buy in on this. So we all don't have to spend more money. Right. It's the most affordable way out to do there it. to do it. Yeah, but we could do it on our own. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like a, it's not like some cult thing. It's not like I want to own all this and dictate what everybody is going to do. I can do that on my own land. I don't have to do this. Actually, this is much more stressful. Putting yeah. this together. No, it is for sure. It's I mean, tons we, more work. We talk about this all the time. Putting this together is insane. And, you know, you're up at late at night and you're saying, you know what? This is insane. <laughs> this is so much work. It's overwhelming. After, yeah, it's overwhelming. It's just like, why am I doing this? People are questioning it. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm sitting here. I could, we could just go buy some five acres and just be nice and quiet and live in the boonies by ourselves. Yeah. I don't want to do that. No, I know. I want to be with other people who love Hawaii, who have a dream to move to Hawaii, and want to do something together as a community. Because one of the things that we're lacking in today's age, it's no community anymore. It's so true. I know everybody lives their own lives and like you don't even get to know your neighbors anymore. Yeah. So we want to go back to that like old school feeling of community and the whole living off grid thing and just being sustainable. So that's like our dream. But like you said, we could do it on our own. Yeah. And, you know, really honest to God, one, one of the things behind this too, and it's really brought it to the forefront, is the whole entire pandemic stuff. And how we need each other more now than ever. Right. And we're all living separate lives right now, worried, fearful of going out, fearful of going to another house. We don't know them, blah, blah, blah. Talking to your neighbor. What's happened to this world? This is, sometimes I know I I go crazy in my head. (laughs) I I go crazy in my head. I'm like, was that the plan? I go, we have to bring community back together again. We have to spend time together help each other work together and like it was in the old days you know we need that again it's true we do just all live our own separate lives right now and we're all like ridden with anxiety because of the pandemic and the way our world is changing on us and this and that but like when you think about times like even just thanksgiving you know we were with people we love and care about a small group of people what a beautiful night it was why not do that every day why not have a why not live like that why not do that on the community and everybody gets together the community center to have a giant thanksgiving meal exactly and all check up on each other see how each other's doing and not even holidays but every day like you have that ability you have the people right there like you can you know of course just live your own life or you can choose to be involved it's fucking therapy (laughs) it's therapy it is i mean talking to each other helping each other being able to talk to somebody that you don't talk to every single day and maybe every other day you talk to them and you know getting their opinions and just discussing things together it's so important today that we lack that yeah it's sad it is it is and just to be clear the cult question was not one of matt's questions i just yeah. wanted to throw it in yeah, there because some people have mentioned it yeah. like in a laughing way yeah like jokingly but yeah. i'm like let's just address it <laughs> yeah and another thing behind this too is that i'm thinking we don't know over the last two years we were so close to having the pandemic end and then something comes again 
and then the Delta, and then the, and now this new fucking thing is coming. Right. And, it, and we're saying, when is this going to end? Are th- is this the future of our lives? On this community, it doesn't have to be. Because we're all together on the community. We're all close to each other. And you don't really need to leave the community too often. Right. Because everything's to, there yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. We... During the start of the pandemic, we were watching YouTube videos, off-grid living, <laughs> Big Island, yeah. um, and they were talking about how like they didn't even notice the pandemic was going on around them. It was kind of crazy, know. and that's the way it would be for us. Yeah, you know, we would minimize how. It, let's say, uh, let's say, you know, what's so scary, everybody, and we all know this. We have a, we've had a pandemic that has a ninety-eight percent survival rate. What happens if we didn't? What yeah. happens if we had a pandemic? that had a 75% survival rate. That is scary. Absolutely. 25% of people who got it would die. That is terrifying. And then you wouldn't want to be going out and about so much, so no. you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't you have, have to. have everything you need because you'd be living in a self-sustainable environment. And you would never know what's happening around you. Yeah. Just like, like these people. Yeah, yeah. So but on the yeah. flip side, don't get scared by that. Like, of course, you're allowed out as much as you want whenever yeah, you, you want. Yeah, you whenever you want. You're yeah. living a normal life. Like, you just live. You happen to live within the community. But the point is, like, if you don't want to leave because something happening like a pandemic then you don't need to no you don't need to and even for the holidays we'll probably have some pine trees on the property we can cut down and have our own <laughs> christmas trees so we're gonna be good yeah we're gonna be good we're gonna have everything that we need so when you think about all of this the benefit of it it just makes sense it's not gonna be perfect it's not gonna be everything you want it to be and we don't have all the answers and yet. we don't have all the answers and we don't expect it to be fucking some cult paradise you know it's going to be a place that you can call home that's secure and that's safe and that's and, and, and it's filled with community and friends yeah. that's what's important at least that's what i believe is important absolutely and then just to wrap it up he writes i think this is a good start i know that this idea is in the conceptualization phase and very fluid but i hope that our questions will help solidify some of that process looking forward to the future tiny house community living off-grid podcast take care aloha matt all right matt thank you matt that thank was you great. matt that was and really I, great yeah and hopefully that helped a lot of people who had some questions as well yeah. about the community All right, so now we're going to get into things to be thankful for yesterday, today, and tomorrow. This is our list, but no matter where you live, this is a list of things to have gratitude for, really, all year. Yeah, and it's just the the list. It's so easy to take all of these things for granted. We overlook a lot of this that we're going to talk about. Yeah, I'm shocking. I'm shocked, actually, when I think about it. Yeah, it's true. Okay, first on the list. Your family. Yeah. Whether they're your blood relatives or the friends you consider family, they're worth expressing gratitude for. Remind your parents, grandparents, brothers, sisters, kids, grandkids, aunts, uncles, or cousins how appreciative you are of them. And you want to do this, too, if you don't live near them right now. Absolutely. And, you know, we don't do enough of that. It's been one of the hardest parts of the pandemic, you know, just not being able to travel to see family as much as normal. Yeah, it has been. And, you know... This really, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to bring up names, but something recently has happened at my household. Yeah. And it was the worst news you can possibly get. It was devastating. It's a neighbor. I'm not going to go into it. But it just makes you realize how mortal you are and how appreciative of life you must, you know, you have to be and how important family is. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, because you look at other families who have lost, lost, you know, loved ones, especially over COVID and everything. And just, just in general, like freakish accidents, things just happen in an instance. And you, you just got to be thankful for family and the memories and moments that you create with them. It puts everything in perspective. Absolutely. It really does. And Family's just, a top, Ohana. Yeah, 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 always. Yeah. Okay, so next we have your home. That place you can always go and there's nowhere else to go. It's a comforting feeling having your own apartment or house. Yes, even if you're renting. <laughs> no, just having that roof over your head. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people out there who don't. Yeah, we don't appreciate that roof over our heads as much as we should. We take it for granted. I mean, here in Hawaii, and I'm sure wherever you guys are living right now, you, you, you drive to the stores, you're going Christmas shopping, you're going for your turkey. There's someone sitting on the street corner on cardboard. Yeah. Uh, they're homeless. They don't have a roof. Yeah. There's so many of them, which is so sad. We shouldn't have that in anywhere in this country. We're the richest, <laughs> we're the richest fucking country in the world. How do we have homeless people here? <sighs> it's unbelievable. It is. So really appreciate the roof over your, your head. Yeah. All right. Your relationship. Having that one person who shares the same romantic feelings you do is a beautiful thing. Isn't it? It really is. But then again, there's people who love being alone. And that's okay. <laughs> but if you are in a... Yeah, you don't need to be in a relationship. No. Everybody goes through periods of being single, and that's wonderful yeah. too. But um, when you do find that person who you just feel safe and secure with... Yeah, and they can wear pajamas with... <laughs> With antlers on the hood and reindeer all over them and their onesies <laughs> and they match. I just need, you know, we need those two buttons on the bum so we can open it I up. Know, I, I know. I like a nice breeze in my bum. Um, yeah, I know. Those are the old school ones we'll from when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the onesies when... Um, With the footsies? The footsies where you, you slide <laughs> on the kitchen floor yeah. and, you know, eventually the first, obviously, the wear down, they got holes in it. But it, that was more furry. It was more of a furry. Kind of kind of reminds me of um, a Christmas story. Yes, exactly. The, the, kid the bunny. With the, the bunny. <laughs> Man, I miss those so much. They don't make those anymore. No, they do. So, they do? Um, you can still buy them sometimes at like Walmart or Target or whatever. But I think just here in Hawaii, it's too hot to wear them. Yeah, so you don't really sell true. them here. That's true. But you can find them for adults. You can. Yeah. Yeah. So that's important in a relationship. And you know what? And if you're alone and you love being alone, then enjoy. Be thankful for that aloneness that you love yeah. i mean whatever that's okay i mean i love alone time too yeah, i do too <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we both all do. do yeah yeah but so. yeah relationships are very important in the uh the world today just a sense of connection right yeah, like absolutely yeah. yeah all right so your friends these are the people that pick you up on the bad days and celebrate with you on the good days and if they don't they ain't your friends <laughs> that's true. let me it's tell true. you yeah so friends are highly important in this world and you know i i've personally have lost a lot of them to leaving hawaii the past couple of years and that's been really sad it's so hard some of the best people yeah i mean i miss away. david all the time yeah he's such a good guy he's such a good guy i miss david all the time miles and, and claudia Cla miles i mean this steve, you know, the list goes steve on. I mean, leanne so we have to go to i mean the list is so fucking extensive i mean these it, people were our ohana yeah and it's 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 sad and then when they're when they're missing when they're gone you know your heart aches about it and it, yeah. it is tough it's tough not talking to them as much or not seeing them or not knowing them, not knowing that they're right down the street anymore. You know, that's a tough thing. But. And yeah, hopefully we can all get together again one oh, day. Oh, I hope For so. good in Hawaii. So. Everybody will return. Jason too. Yeah. Uh, oh, so yeah, many. Jason. Yeah. He just, he, he uh, wished uh, us a happy Thanksgiving. Aw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, so I agree. And I just, even if they are far away though, like just having that connection with your friends is so important. It's very important. Long distance or close. Yep. Yep. Okay. Next we have your wellness. Yes. We all have our own problems with our bodies and oh, we do. Yes. (laughs) But be glad for all the things that are still working well with your body and mind. So be (laughs) glad for your health and don't forget to be grateful. There are people who wake up every morning in massive what's the right word something pain yeah I can't, I can't chronic re- chronic pain whether it's some form of arthritis or or joint pain or whatever it may be or psoriasis where they're itching so horribly every i mean it could be a million damn things and you wake up and there's a crack in your back once and you, you go oh god do i feel horrible dude there's so many people who's got it worse than us yeah there's so many people so you have to really appreciate your wellness and any health that you have right now it's health is such a huge one throughout this yeah. whole pandemic and i think it's the most important thing you have it is, is your health because nothing else matters after that exactly and um just to go back to your neighbor like that sudden loss it's yeah. just it, again it's so eye-opening yeah it's super eye-opening and and, and it could happen anytime because whether you're 40 30 50 60 it doesn't it, matter. Your life can just go by just like that it's so sad yeah it just doesn't matter yeah so next we have your pets yay why don't you read this one having a dog was one of the greatest joys of my life (laughs) if you have a dog a cat or some other pet feel good that you can spend time with them anytime you want i have lived most of my life having pets i had dogs growing up throughout my whole life Mm -hmm. and now i have my two cats and i just i can't live life without a pet (laughs) animals are pure love and for all the dogs i've ever had they would always sit there waiting for me to get out of school they knew even all the way up to the they heard the brakes of the bus all the way up at the end of the street Mm -hmm. and my parents would say the dogs always go to the end of the gate and they're just (laughs) sitting there wagging their tails waiting knowing that we're going to show up in 10 minutes and that's all they cared about all the day they knew the time they knew when it was going to (laughs) happen and they were there so cute yes and it's just like i mean for me it's always i you know we've had cats i've had cats in my younger years but not not as of late but mostly dogs and and if 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 you know me i i've kept all my dogs chains yeah i have pictures of all my dogs in my room and i just go back and look at them and i go my god i had such beautiful beautiful memories beautiful memories beautiful dogs just i mean your animal i've always i've always said that if there is a heaven if there is a heaven, you pass away and something comes. If you're not greeted by your dogs first, there is no heaven. Because yeah. that's who you want to be that's who you want to be greeted by first. That's so true, right? Absolutely. If all my dogs just oh, jumped on me, I'm like, I am in heaven. Me too. Yeah. I hear you. So pets are very important. Hey, your birds didn't make the list. <laughs> well, they're making a lot of noise right now, aren't they? No, yeah. the birds no, make the list. I of know, course, the birds make the list. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter what animal you have. You know, of course, you could have a snake. You could have a, a rat, a mouse. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If yeah. it's your pet and you love them, then you love them, and, and that means everything to you guys. But I do, lo- I do love my, I do love Lee. I do love Escobar. Escobar is just a demon, <laughs> so he's a little harder to deal with. But other than that, yeah, Lee is a love bug. Yeah. So, but they make a lot of noise, and they make noise because they want a lot of attention. They do. So they just want you with them all yeah, the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the next one is your senses. Now that's something that I, you know, you take it for granted. You take it way. F- what happens if you were blind? I couldn't imagine life. Sight. If you lost your sight, if you did, you either either you either you were born without sight, or which I think is worse, you go through a certain amount of life 
and then yes. your sight is taken from exactly, you. Exactly, because then you know what you're you missing. You know what you're missing. I just can't imagine life like that. I just, that's so heartbreaking. But you can, can you imagine never knowing what sight is? I don't know which one's worse. What happens if you, like, just imagine, okay, so if you had sight, and then you lost it, at least you have the concept and knowledge of what it may have looked like or what it was. But just being born without sight, you have no concept of anything. I or what something may I look mean, like. I mean, I know, but you so also hard. don't realize what you're missing, so maybe it's better. Yeah, I don't know, but I cannot imagine. And, you know, we see people, not too often, but we see blind people, and we're like, how are they on the street corner going across the street like that so with a stick? So impressed by them, yeah. That is like, that's like a hero. I mean, you may not think about that. That's like a hero to me. Like, they're putting everything on their other senses Yeah. to get across that street safely, alone. I know. It's, I, and they do I, it routinely. Would you go, out, they do would you go outside blind? Would you walk no, around blind? I'd be terrified. I mean, these but people are unbelievable. If you think about it, if it's all they've ever known, they've learned. That's how they learned. It's That's how they grew up. It's how they, yeah, they live their lives every day. So it's normal to them. Hearing. What if you were deaf? I, yeah. Imagine. Not hearing music? I, no. I can't. No. I, no, I can't do that. I can't, I can't imagine. And if you were to pick one, if you had to lose one of these, what one would it be? And we're going to get into the other ones, but not being able to relax and meditate and listen to music. The beautiful. Music is one of the most beautiful. It uh, is. Do we have that on the list? Music? I don't know. I don't know. Music uh, Music should definitely be, I would say, in the top five music of has, things we should be grateful for. Music is amazing. It has that ability to just change your mood. Like completely. completely. If you're in a completely. bad mood or you're stressed out and you put on some beautiful, calming music, it just changes your mood instantly. Yeah. Music is, um, wow. It's powerful, How shitty right? would the world be without music? I can't imagine. And, and today, it's taken for granted by so much the fact that everything is on iTunes now and all these beautiful musicians just making the artists making nothing. Making almost nothing. Pandora. Pandora in Hawaii, the amazing artist, the beautiful music that's created here that, that you get to listen to. I just hope we never do lose music. I really hope we never do. I um, agree. So being deaf would be very difficult. Uh, touch. What if you could not feel someone's touch? Yeah. Couldn't feel a hug. You'd I'm be numb. Imagine being numb all your life. Cannot imagine that either. I mean, I had an operation on my leg. My leg was numb for a year. I couldn't feel it. Wow. There's been people that things happen where they have back problems or sciaticers and parts of their bodies they can never feel again. I don't know what that's like. I mean, I would, I could be able to hand, I, sight and hearing's one. Touch, I think I could deal with. I dealt with it for over a year, but some people yeah. never feel again. Um, that would be tough poo, but uh, tough as well. But that's not as hard as sight and hearing. Though. I agree with that. Smell. What if you could? What if you lost your smell forever? I feel like. How that do you would feel about be that? one of the more bearable ones for me yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, of course, I love beautiful smells of yeah. like my flowers that I grow and all of that. But well, you wouldn't have to smell poop anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you wouldn't have to smell the negative things either, <laughs> right? Oh my god! I think about that like your cat's poop. I would, I we would never have to smell that again. That would be pretty good. I would be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean the wonderful things like the like the apple pie. No, I know, I know. Thanksgiving, the turkey, you know, cooking or the, you know, just those wonderful things that you, you know, your mouth waters when you smell it, and it's just like, it, it would be tough. But these are things we don't take. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we take these things for granted. Absolutely. Taste as well. What happens if you can no longer taste? You can't taste that food. What's the point of a beautiful Thanksgiving meal? I know. <laughs> or, or anything for that matter. I mean, Jesus. Pizza. Pizza. I mean, anything. The uh, yeah, so I guess we'd eat really super healthy. I think why not? <laughs> I think out of all those, sight and hearing. Sight? Sight Wait, and hearing is, you, you. those are the two you don't want to oh, lose. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Sight and hearing. But touch, which one, touch, smell, taste, I would be. I, I think I could lose those. Which one, if you yeah. had to pick one to lose, what would it be for you? Oh, my God. It's hard, right? Smell. I'm debating between touch and smell. I need touch. I can't decide. I like touch. I like touch, too. I do. Yeah. I, I could deal with it. See, I think smell is the only one that um, has positives and negatives, so I could get rid of the. Ne- I could get rid of that one. I'd be okay, because if I can taste the the uh the pie if i can i think i'd be okay it would be it would be smell or taste lose yeah. smell or taste probably smell for me yeah yeah okay so smell so we both agree on smell maybe okay okay safety some people unfortunately have to live in a neighborhood in areas with crime issues if you live in a safe community that's something you can be really glad for i agree with that <laughs> we live in a safe community right now there's so many dangerous places in this world i know but still have crap happening <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a little bitter. I okay, yes. So you're bitter. I had a window smashed on my truck for no reason. I literally had nothing in there except a couple of empty shopping bags. Yes. So your car has broken into once over the last two years. So once last year, once this year. Uh, yeah, but it, what the, the window wasn't broken, but they got into your car. Was yes. it last year? Uh, it was the start of the pandemic. So start of the pandemic. Yeah. So so right. Okay. So. Amanda, unfortunately, has had her vehicle um, smashed once and broken into another, but the wind, they able, were able to open the window without damaging it. Yeah. Okay, me, I had I had my open Jeep, and I had someone uh, steal my safety sticker, take my inspection sticker, take my registration sticker, and then I've had, I've had that happen to me many times, and then I've had, I don't know if I've told that story about me, uh, I was drinking a little bit, so I passed out in my back seat. Someone <laughs> got into the front seat of my Jeep and tried to start it, get away with it. So I choked him out, and then I threw him out of the Jeep, and I left. I, I drove a little oh bit, a little bit out of it, God. but I had, I had to choke him out and get rid of him. So I've almost had my car stolen. I've almost had stuff stolen out of my vehicle. I've had stuff stolen on the outside of the vehicle. I've been really anal with the new Jeeps. Yes, so you have. yes, I've been super fucking anal because like, I see things out there. I see what happens. So yes, the world is not. I know a fantastic place. But in general, I know. In general, in Hawaii, Kai, this is pretty safe here. And in other places in the world, depending on where you live, there are safe communities, and then there are dangerous communities. It's true. We do not live in dangerous communities at all, and I'm very grateful for that. Is true. I'm just a little bitter right now. We don't live in certain places in Chicago where, let for example. If I was to go outside my house and I just wanted to look at the moon or feel that shower on my face and go to the end of my driveway, I'm pretty confident nothing's going to happen to me. It's going to be safe and I can just go outside. No, it's true. I know. There's places in Chicago, you just go outside to have a cigarette or you go out, whatever you may go outside, just just taking the breath air and a ricochet bullet could kill you. It's happening all the time. Chopping the children. Not just Chicago. I mean, yes, but I'm focusing on there because that's not a safe place at all. Okay. Um, but yes, New York, Boston, wherever you want, big cities, there's, there's crime everywhere. But yeah, be grateful if you live in a safe community. For sure. Yeah. Your uniqueness. You are who you are. There may be things about yourself you don't like, but there are also things that you can appreciate. Whether it's your intelligence or your kindness, find those things about yourself that make you thankful. 
I'm pretty unique. <laughs> we all are. I think so. We all are. And, you know, I'm, I'm me personally, I'm pretty hard on myself. Oh, yeah. I'm very hard on myself. Me too. So, but yeah, I appreciate who I am. And you do too, right? Absolutely. I mean, I you mean, appreciate normal, who I am. Normal is boring. <laughs> I do. Normal is boring. <laughs> and we all just need to embrace our weirdness because it's what makes us special. Really. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. Everybody's got their own uniqueness. It's why you're you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you got? Your childhood. Obviously, not not everybody's had the best childhood. Um, Myself personally. <laughs> I know. Why don't you read this? It's about you. <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah, I did. Myself personally. I'd say mine was pretty decent for the most part. However, um, your childhood was. Find one or two memories that make you feel nostalgic and grateful. No, it's true. I mean, nobody has a perfect childhood, but like even looking back... In some ways, mine was probably really difficult, but it was so beautiful because I had loving parents and loving family and loving friends and beautiful You don't memories. talk about your childhood too much. Well, I mean, I guess it just doesn't come up. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't come up with me either. Yeah. There's this things about my childhood that I've never spoken to except for a very few amount of people. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like yeah. devastating, horrible fucking shit. Yeah, you've had... You've had um, some traumatic stuff. Yeah, and there's things that I've never talked about on the podcast. I, I really don't feel... I could never do it on a free podcast like we're doing right now. Right. Um, but you've had moments in your life that were... If other people heard it, they'd be like, Oh my God, that really... You were living... Like, that happened to you? And that would be devastating. That would be tough for people to hear because some people just have completely different lives. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But we both turned out great. Absolutely. So <laughs> it, it doesn't matter that some things happened to us when we were ch- children. I mean, look where we are at now. Yeah. You know, but I also look back at the memories of just spending holidays with the family. So the things that happened to me when I was young was not something my family did to me or anything. It was something that out- it was outside. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't want anyone to get the... Right. Your family is very loving. Yeah, very loving. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's the memories of my family growing up and all those memories that I just... I wish I could go back to, you know, Christmas dinner 1982. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I could go back to some of those things and just relive them. And, and I do appreciate those moments in my childhood. There's some I don't, and I, I block them out usually. I don't discuss <laughs> them and talk about them. No, <laughs> I know. know, I know. But when you're talking about your family, I know exactly what you mean. You know what I'm and talking I, about? Yeah. I think about that, too. Like, there's different stages in my life where you know i celebrated in different ways like when i was really young we all traveled to north carolina every thanksgiving to be with my grandparents out there it was like the longest car ride in the world as a kid but oh my gosh those were beautiful memories yeah just all of that stuff and then it changed as we got older but there were still more beautiful memories and yeah i love all of that yeah i mean like very nostalgic i mean as a childhood growing up i I grew up in a uh, roman catholic and jewish uh, yeah, families. yeah. So you know, you'd spend you know you'd spend Thanksgiving with my Jewish side, and you'd spend Christmas with my Roman Catholic side, and just those memories of those interactions. I remember those fucking conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it was like you found Jesus, you didn't find Jesus. You found uh, Jesus, Jesus didn't come yet. I'm like, why am I involved in this? <laughs> so, How I mean, confusing! <laughs> it was very confusing. So um, yeah, but anyways, uh, I will say that my childhood was 
amazing other than some really right. horrible hiccups of course yeah and 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 no matter how horrible those hiccups were they will never supersede the amazing memories well and that's the that thing imagine if you had a childhood without those amazing memories and people had to have. deal with other stuff and yes people have people have and that's what you know there's so much to be grateful for our beautiful childhood right i agree okay knowledge we have more access to knowledge than ever before. We can be thankful to be able to learn things and improve our understanding of the world and anything that makes us better as people. I agree. We have information at our fingertips. It's crazy out there now, right? Yes, instant knowledge. Instant. You and can learn anything. Yes, and when I say instant knowledge, there's two things you do not get instant knowledge from. That is social media and the news so do not go <laughs> to those true. for your instant knowledge that's true that's true read your books look into the history but of the, things yes ability to do research yes is so it's amazing do you remember i mean think back to days before the internet i was at the library every day remember yeah. well when i first moved to hawaii there was no google there's no sh nothing and i i went to the i went to the hawaii library to get all the information that i needed that's where i lo started to look up hikes from uh Stuart yeah, ball's book yeah. of hiking i still love his book by the so way so that's <laughs> the only way i found out about hiking and where to go was through his book imagine right. having bringing a book with you on a hike no all trail no phone no all trails app with no. maps <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what? That was that was great. That was a great time. I loved the time before. It was simple. Well, you know the world. You know the world. You know we, we 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 go forward, and then we go and then we go backwards, and the technology where it's at right now. I honestly believe it's going to come to the technology comes to a point where it makes us dumber, because we're not using our own. We're minds. reliant on it. We're yeah. too reliant on technology, and eventually AI. To the point where we're becoming dumber from it than not actually going out, reading books, getting our own knowledge, you know, gaining our own information. And we can't have that happen. And I'm afraid that may happen. I feel that it's happening it right could. now. It could. It definitely could. Yeah. There's a lot of dumb people out there. <laughs> I've <laughs> no, said this before. I mean, I've said this before. <laughs> it's true because... Knowledge is start, power. You do start to rely on the instant knowledge, like you yeah. said. Yeah. And you don't really have to think for yourself anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like one of the one of the main things that we all do is, and, and we shouldn't do it, but you'll, you'll see like a post on... Um, you'll see like a headline post on uh, social media. And you just see the headline, but you never go read the story. Yeah. And you realize it's completely... It, it's it, misleading. It's very misleading. And you write something and, and someone comments, did you even read the story? <laughs> no, because you're just taking the headline. It's that thing that says, boom, you know, yep. and that's what the news does to you. And um, that's not knowledge. So don't take that. Investigate. Look into it. You know, find different positives and negatives of everything. Just don't go with one thing. So yeah, knowledge is wonderful to have in this day and age. Thank God for that. If you use it correctly, it is something to be grateful for. I mean, I wanted to learn about tropical plants and start like growing oh, yeah. them. And you know what? I just go online and yeah. I learned everything yeah. I need to learn. Yeah, exactly. If I want to do a hike now, I have the All Trails app on my phone. I type in a hike and I get a map of it and I read reviews yeah. about it yeah. and I prepare for it. Like, yeah. It's just that stuff makes it so much safer and easier yeah. Yeah. for sure. Okay. What do we got? The future. You might be thinking, if the future is looking bleak, why be grateful for it? The reason we can be grateful for it is because there's always a possibility it can get better. Yeah. And you wrote something there. You yeah, I've that? lived long enough to see it in my own life and other people's lives. So when there's no, yeah, like I've, I've been to a point where I 
You know, I've been very close to just saying that's it for me. So it's all about hope. That's the only thing that kept me going. Finding hope, right? Yeah. So everybody's had moments in their lives where, I mean, probably had moments in their lives, or at least one where you've lost a lot of hope. Yeah. And that's a really scary feeling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to, I lost hope in something that I 100% believed in. And then it just changed my life forever. And then it's gone. And I just like, where am I going to get this yeah. desire to move on? Right. And you um, have to find that hope somehow. You got to find that hope. Yeah, exactly. And uh, looking toward the future, you know, right now, today, you know, obviously today is better than maybe a year ago. But, you know, you see things. Do not, when you look to the future, look for, for what you can change and what you can make better in your own life. Because if you pay attention to everything that's going on out there, you might as well jump off a bridge. Mm. It's, it looks horrible out there. I know, it's scary. So stay focused on you. Stay focused on your family, your friends, your loved ones. And look at that small bubble and circle and how do you move that forward in a positive direction. And I think the best way to find hope is by finding or recognizing or finding gratitude and recognizing all that you're thankful for that you do have in your life, which is this whole podcast that we're going through. So it comes back to this. It's like full circle. That is what gives you hope because you do have all of this that you are blessed to have in your life. I agree. Waking up. As we all, yeah, as we all know, some people don't wake up to see another day. Mm. Be grateful that you did and those that you care about did as well. Now we just experienced something that someone did wake up but when they didn't they didn't make it much longer than that. When you wrote this you had no idea that that was gonna happen. No. No, I had no either. idea. Yeah. The but when I do I do seriously do sit up in bed and you know, I do thank God that I, I'm awake. Yeah. Um it's weird, like you sleep like me, I have, um, I have like what? It's, it's like a sleep apnea. It's, it's like yeah, I do. I'm a bad, do. I'm a bad snorer, and I'll wake up sometimes. I'll choke. I'll wake up, and I'll be like, oh, what, what the hell's going on? I don't want to get into my own personal story too much, but I, I, I thank God that I'm able to wake up the next day. Yeah. I mean, I remember I've talked about choking ghosts on the Halloween specials and all that. That I feel that there is some kind of spirit comes into my room, chokes me, and then I wake up. It's all this crazy shit, but. Um, it's because of my condition, obviously. Yeah. But um, I, uh, yeah, I do. Th- I do think that I get up yeah, every scary, day. For yeah, sure. every day. How about you? You thankful for waking up? Of course, even when. Because <laughs> coffee's coming. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> that's I the do, best part of waking up. I do look forward to coffee, especially next. when we have the kau coffee beans. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Oh my god, I look forward to that. But yeah, in general, even during my most like anxiety-ridden moments when I'm really struggling or whatever, I'm still so grateful to wake up every morning and yeah. I have to just remind myself to breathe and like I have so much ahead of me to be grateful for. I have another day to live. So yes, yeah, it's important not to forget. And that brings us to making it through the day. One of the things I always, uh, I'm always reminding myself during difficult days was to just make it to the end of the day. I was and still am grateful whenever I can do that. Just getting through the day. Sometimes you have a fucking horrible day. And you're like, why has everything gone so fucking <laughs> yeah, wrong? Yeah, yeah. Like, is it isn't like everything that... But did that not help me the other fucking day? I had a fucking I do. Horrible I'm trying day. to remember what it was, but it's oh yeah. I was like, what's next? It was like one thing after another. It was like, what is gonna happen next? Can I just I and I, that's when you want to like, you know, my brother was out grocery shopping, just everything was going fucking wrong. So he had a whole thing of groceries. He just dumped them 
all on the island and said, I'm fucking out of here. Because <laughs> it was just such a bad yes. point that you need to reset your day. You do. So, like, I'm, like, I was at a point on that day, we talked about it. I, w- I don't know what day it was and what all the things were going wrong, but it was just fucking horrible. I just remember to top it off, somebody hit your Jeep. <laughs> somebody hit my, yes. So, it was barely. It was a lot of stuff before that. Yes. Yeah, so, somebody, yes, someone did and I, I was able to fix it. Um, oh, yes, that day. I yeah. was Okay, so that was the last thing that happened that day, and I was about to break down. Yeah, you were. You actually... I yeah. fell down to the ground. I was like, <laughs> uh, this is... I, what else can happen today? And I really didn't want to do anything the rest of the day, but we went on. We did. Oh, we had a beautiful bus. day. Oh, the bus. That was the bus. Problems with the bus, yes. and, then we had to, and then we had to deal with the Jeep, and then we, I was like, you know what? Oh, and then as we went around the island, it fucking shit went wrong, right? Or, or did it go... Guess when we went around yeah, the island. Just stupid little things. Did think, yeah, stupid little things yeah. were happening. I'm like, we should have never left the house today. But we actually had <laughs> we a had really a day. beautiful day. And I'm so grateful we did leave the house and we did, you know, go out and enjoy <laughs> ourselves because it was a great day. We went up the North Shore. We it was had a good. great day. It was a good day. But that, that's what I mean. Like, just get through the day. You're going to get through the day. But if you need to reset, if you've had a bad day, let's say you wake up and you get two or three hours of bullshit, you can reset the day. You can just say, you know what? Stop what I'm doing and just don't do anything else for the day. Yeah. Just to reset the day. So it's totally, okay to do that. Totally. It's okay to do that. Yeah. Kindness. Oh, this one's huge for yeah, me. Yeah, go ahead. It may seem like there are meaner people in this world today, yep. but there are still people that are kind. Isn't that true, though? Yeah, Everybody yeah. just seems angrier. Yeah. Um, so be grateful for the kindness you receive and the acts of kindness that still happen every day. And don't be afraid to be kind to other people because kindness matters. It does. <laughs> and I'll tell you, when since the COVID thing, people, the impatience. The anger. The anger. There's no more patience anymore. There's, there's resentment out there. There's anger to one side or the other. People blaming people for this. People blaming people for that. You know, this is your fault, blah, blah, blah. And it's it's really gotten bad to the point that even though you come across someone who has such a great heart and is so kind and nice, you could be mean to them and it could fuck their day up. Yeah, totally. So just remind <laughs> On the flip side, yeah. if just a small act of kindness, even just a compliment or ho- holding the door for somebody yeah. can change their whole day. Yeah. And it's such an easy act for you yeah. to do. There's people outside the grocery store. It was a Special Olympics. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know, I'm all into that. So I gave him, I gave the, the kid a good amount of money. And he says, oh, like, thank you. I go, so you got a baseball team. And you know what? Just don't drop the fucking money in there. Yeah, talk Have to him. Have a conversation. Totally. Be kind. And we're just talking about shooting the shit about, you know, Oh, we play, I play on the best team. I go, how many home runs did you have You know, last year? Well, I didn't have any home runs, but I had like, I don't know. I can't remember how many RBIs he said, but he got to third you Aww. know, third base on yeah, one of them. Yeah. And he was just talking about, he was so excited. You know, no one's talking to me. They just dropped money in. And, and I'm like, oh. That's he was this really sweet guy. He, really sweet he had guy. Down syndrome, I believe. He had Down syndrome. Yeah. yeah, and we were just shooting the shit and talking. And yeah, we had a good conversation. That's kindness. It totally is. And yeah. um, you actually, one of my favorite things that you just did yesterday, we did yeah. um, oh, I forgot about a hike. <laughs> and there was this family with um, a little girl who... Two girls. Two girls. And, and, the, and a puppy. Trying, a puppy. And a puppy. And they were trying to cross the river mm. um, to get to the other side to continue the hike. And this little girl was so scared and she just like wiped out on a wet rock. Mm. And Wade goes up to her and he's like, I'm going to help you, okay? And he holds her hand and they cross the river together. And it was just so sweet <laughs> like i love th- i love seeing that from yeah because the, the dad was holding the puppy yeah and he couldn't hold on to the kid right and the other the other sister she was, was like young making too. 
making fun of her sister. Yeah. So I helped, so once I started helping the youngest one across, then the older sister grabbed me at the end and wanted me help help Aww. her too. So yeah, that was nice. It was super yeah, cute. See, see, but see, the thing is, is that for me, I didn't think about that. No big deal, right? To you, it's like because because it's kindness. But for this family, it was a big deal. They were about to give up on the hike. Yeah, they were. <laughs> but I mean, what I mean is like this. Sometimes there's just kindness in you. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to think, oh, I'm going to look good here. I'm going to do this. No. It's autumn. But, but what I'm saying is that in your heart, you have kindness. We all do. We just got to let it out. Absolutely. You know, and it just came out. That's funny that you said that. I, I just reacted to something I needed to do for this yeah. family. So that was a nice thing. Yeah. I, I would have totally forgot about that if you didn't bring that it up. It was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Our freedoms. Self people live under dictatorships that limit their choices it's a wonderful thing to live in a place where you have some freedoms to live and act the way you want absolutely i don't think people appreciate of all the countries i don't think the united states a a lot of people in this country appreciate our freedoms we do take it for granted we take it away too because as people from cuba people from mexico people from other countries that come here all the time i mean it's obvious they're coming across from haiti they're coming across this border because they know what freedom is yeah and they know the advantages of having that in this country. And yet the people in this country don't see it. Imagine. A, maju- a majority of them. Uh, this is a percentage of them that don't understand imagine how grateful they should be of what we have here. Of course. And imagine if you were born in North Korea. No. What would that life look like? It's uh, China today. China yeah. today. But, you know, a lot of times the people from North Korea, they've been able to escape and get to America. And they've been on shows talking about what they endure and what they go through it's like it's like in these countries and these dictatorships the people at the head they consider themselves gods i mean it's so effed up Just that we live so, in this world today so grateful we don't live in these places though. no no so so please understand that freedoms are so important so if you are like kind of neutral but you see people fighting for particular freedoms of why they don't feel this or that and why they're fighting for this and you say all oh, those people are crazy it's because of people like that that allow you to have the freedoms you have while you sit there and say oh that's so ridiculous mm-hmm. we need to have we need to have people who fight for our freedoms and this is a percentage that do thank god today especially with the covid thing yeah. we need to have people out there fighting for us and i believe in that too so freedoms are very important if we lose freedoms here in this country how are we any better than the other countries people are coming here for a reason they don't come here just for just for no reason it's because of our freedoms and the advantages and the dream to achieve something greater here in this country and that's very important oh here we go Alone time. <laughs> this one's huge for me. Yeah. We can be constantly surrounded by people sometimes in our day-to-day life. It's nice to be able to get some time alone to relax and reflect. For yeah, me, yeah. I say it's one of my basic needs. I love to be yeah. around people, but I need my alone time to recharge. Yeah. And if I don't get it, if I don't have that space, um, you, you'll notice. Mm-hmm. I, I'll get... <laughs> I'll get cranky. <laughs> I will. I will just get like my mood. I will change. Like I just can't function. Yeah, I believe that anybody, you know, there's people who can suffocate you. And it just, you know, that's just the way people are. They need to be clingy and onto you all the time. And some people can't. I can't deal with clingy people. I can't deal with clingy people. People are all over me all the time. Mm. You know, I like to have that alone time too. Sometimes that manages into your sign, your zodiac sign and all that. But yeah, I need my alone time. If I didn't have my alone time, I don't 
For me, it has nothing to do with like clingy people per se. It's just I can't be around people all the time. Okay. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's, maybe that just goes with the, the human race. Maybe they like people, but they hate people. No, I don't hate people. I love people, but I just love alone time too. Oh. It refuels me. Well, I like alone people too, but I wouldn't want to be in the movie <laughs> Legend. I mean, this guy was alone through the whole movie. I mean, he was talking to his dog, and that's about all he had. No, so. that's not what I'm saying. I'm oh, just saying okay. periods to refuel and re recharge. No, I get it. And, and with that time, I like to listen to music and relax and go on the computer and look up videos and just be spend some time on myself without people saying, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Why are you doing that? Why are you wasting your time? To me, it's not time. Wasting it's alone. your time. Yeah, you know, it's not alone time to me. I mean, it's alone time to me, but it's not wasted time. It's no, of course. me enjoying something for me for a change that's and that's what, what alone be. time is yeah it should be and we should all have it and anyone who says anyone who gets upset at you because if you say to somebody you know what do you mind if i have some alone time tomorrow i hope if that person loves you he should give you that they, they should give you that alone <laughs> yeah. time right yeah totally i mean why not okay totally. and i don't even need a whole day for me sometimes it's just a couple hours oh i need a like couple whatever. of days i need a couple of days <laughs> <laughs> okay, deep conversation. It's nice to get into a conversation when someone makes you think deeper about things. So I crave this, and mm. it's actually one of the things I appreciate most about you. It why I think we first connected was because we did have a deep connection. Yeah, like the things we would talk about, and I love that you challenge me because yeah. not many people do that. And I think a lot of people actually get upset when others challenge them, but I kind of like, I thrive on that. I you get upset that. first. No. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I in intellectual, when we're having oh. like an intellectual conversation, oh, I, okay. I don't. I think that like, I like to be challenged and it opens up my eyes to something different. Okay. And I, I'm probably not going to end up agreeing with you, but I like that. Oh, I know that. Yeah, I just like that. <laughs> Um, I don't get upset just because I don't agree with you oh, doesn't okay. mean I'm upset. It just means like I still have my own opinions. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. But I enjoy yeah. that. I actually enjoy that. No, I, I love to have deep conversation too. Yeah. Uh, you can't always do that with some people. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Some uh, people just Some get people upset. are just like looking into the sky. You mm -hmm. know, like, huh? I can't, I can't stand people like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> just people who are just out into space. I've dealt with people like that before. So, yeah, having deep conversations is very important. It's very important to have it with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. With all those, you can do that with all those people. Yeah. Yeah, I've sat and had the deepest fucking conversations with my grandmother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About, about being lesbian. Really? But she <laughs> Absolutely. <wasn't>, right? <laughs> no, she wanted to understand. <laughs> she wanted to understand why people love... A and woman loves a woman and a man loves a man. And you were able to help her understand. I said because love is because love is love. <laughs> That's cute. Because love is universal, Nana. She goes, yeah, but I'll only love Papa. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I go, that's fine. But so we, we would have deep conversations over like playing poker and cards and stuff. I would always have the best conversations. Like obviously it was a lot deeper conversation than what I just said. But she would just randomly, she would win a hand and she would just all of a sudden what do you think of lesbians? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> really so I, so I, I literally spit up my, my whiskey and I'm like sitting here go, what did you say? <laughs> no, but I mean, and then we would have deep conversations about things that, you know, older people are not fully, yeah. you know, understanding of. And I would just love to sit there. She would talk over an hour about what it takes to make a good meatball. 
<laughs> she would love to talk about meatballs. Oh, she would just go into this long conversation. Uh, so I think I've had the, the best and the deepest conversations with my grandmother. Well, that's really cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, life's challenges, yeah? Mm-hmm. Our challenges help us to grow. They make us stronger and better able to live our lives. I, yeah, I agree. It's true. If you think about your toughest times in life, if you hadn't experienced them, where would you be today, right? You yeah. probably wouldn't have grown in the way you have, or no. ha- you probably wouldn't have the strength you have today. Would you not want those challenges to come into your life? Would your life have, would your life have been better if you didn't have to deal with that bullshit? I don't know. I mean, it's impossible to predict that, but yeah. I do know that it made me stronger. I agree, and, and and I would want those challenges to happen to me, whether I wanted to do my life over again or not, because they do. They make you stronger, they make you who you are, and they make you understand things differently from different perspectives, and um, they also make you see if something was to happen to somebody else and it happened to you, you can understand that, mm-hmm. and you can have the sympathy for it Gives that. you more empathy. Yeah, more sure. empathy, yeah, for sure. So life challenges are very important. We should all bring them on yeah i don't know i think that's one of my downfalls sometimes is i have way too much empathy <laughs> you do you, you have you, uh, do. you have empathy for a criminal i have empathy for anything <laughs> and everything <laughs> and Jesus. i know i always say if you're a criminal man hey get rid of them no, so that's my thing yeah i don't know that i have empathy for criminals okay okay how about a strong heart do i have empathy for a strong heart <laughs> <laughs> there are people currently waiting for heart transplants in the hospital right now we can be grateful that we have a working heart that still beats normally for so sure. this is one of the so why a strong heart thought about this because one of the biggest killers right now is heart disease it's killing a huge amount of people every day yeah. uh di- di- diabetes uh, all the things that you can think of number one killer number one killer scary yeah so to have a strong heart, you should be very grateful that it beats right. A lot of people have skipping hearts. My brother had a very bad heart problem. He had to completely change his diet to get everything on course. And you know what? He did it. He, he did, did it. it. And yeah. he has a strong heart now. Do not wait too long. If you have diabetes, you know, the beginning phases of diabetes, hypertension. I was heading toward um, stress and in, in the beginning phase of hypertension. Right. And I was able to reverse that. Because... Thank God. You were going through your lawsuit and you weren't sleeping. Oh, you weren't eating Jesus right. Christ. You were so stressed. You yeah. were just working so yeah. much. So I was heading toward high blood pressure and hypertension. I was able to reverse that, uh, change some things in my life. And thank God for that. But also I appreciate, um, I don't know if uh, health care or health is in this or uh, any of these, but I was just saying, you know, thank God I'm, which I believe we all should. We all should visit our doctors once every three months. Quarterly, I it's believe we should go quarterly. So we can't. Doesn't cover that. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's bullshit everybody. because yeah. uh, something can happen in three months. If you wait yearly for doctor's appointments, by the time the end of that year comes, you could already have cancer or, have a, or a major heart problem. Mm-hmm. So three months checking your blood every three months can really help that. Um, and I just wanted another. We're just talking about a strong heart and everything. Um, I believe it's like called Move Forward or Forward.com or something. But it's about actually going to a healthcare facility to have your vital signs checked in your blood. And you can go whenever you want. You can go once a month. And they sit you in the back room and go through this process with you. I believe it's 150 a month. But, and I know a lot of people don't have that. And I believe as more of these centers go across the United States, that the price is going to come down. down. Yeah. Because it's very, very vital that you check yourself 
every one to three months instead of you know because so many you know men too wives they always say their 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 husbands are like they never go to the doctors they never get checked yeah and you're talking about for breast cancer you're talking about for heart disease you're talking about prostate cancer all these different things we should be getting checked more often and it's pre- preventive medicine and you think insurance companies would support this because if you wait and you get this horrible cancer and it costs hundreds of thousands millions of dollars to take care of it's too late now no and it's costing the insurance company so much you think our, our medical system doesn't it's support wrong. anything preventative no. and it should it absolutely right. should yeah it absolutely should so yeah having a strong heart's highly important oh my gosh and the next one makes me laugh oh, after this that is so crazy. we go from the heart problems to pizza <laughs> 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 who the fuck doesn't love and appreciate a good slice of pie um yeah new york style pizza. no boston no way yeah <laughs> what, are you, what are you are you telling me that philly and jersey doesn't have good pizza Oh, it is a good pizza, okay. but New York pizza is the best in the world. Okay, well, I'm, I'm into the Boston. <laughs> I'm into the Boston pizza, but yeah. So the world is a much better place, and we should be thankful for pizza. Who doesn't like pizza? Who doesn't haven't had a slice of pizza? Like someone talks about, I'm bringing pizza. Oh yeah, it's amazing. No, it's amazing. Why don't we think we need to be more thankful of pizza? <laughs> so I appreciate that. So that's what we're gonna go to break. Sounds good. Wow, we're only at mid-break. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to go listen to another 1940 songs, Little Brown Gal. All right. And then we'll be right back to talk about, what, about another 20 things? And then, <laughs> then we're going to end this podcast. Okay, we'll see you in a little bit. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. Islands fair that are calling to me. It's not the balmy air nor the tropical sea. It's just a little brown gal in a little grass skirt, in a little grass shack in Hawaii. It isn't Waikiki nor Kamehameha's folly, not the beach boys free with their ho'omali molly. It's just a little brown gal in a little grass skirt, in a little grass shack in Hawaii. That island wonderland She's broken all the Connie's hearts It's not hard to understand For that Wahine is a girl of parts I'll be leaving soon But the thrill I'll enjoy Is not the island's moon Not the fish in the poi It's just a little brown gal In a little grass skirt In a little grass shack In Hawaii not the island's fair that are calling to me Not the balmy air nor the tropical sea It's just a little brown gal in a little grass skirt In a little grass shack in Hawaii It isn't Waikiki nor Kamehameha's Bali Not the beach boys free with their ho'omali molly But it's a little brown gal in a little grass skirt in a little grass shack in Hawaii Through that island wonderland She's broken all the Connie's hearts It's not hard to understand For that Wahine is a girl of 
I'll enjoy is not the island moon, nor the fish in the point. It's just a little brown gal in a little grass skirt, in a little grass shack in Hawaii. But it's a little brown gal in a little grass skirt, in a little grass shack in Hawaii. Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth. An 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii, and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. All right, we are back. Things to be grateful for today. Mm-hmm. Inspirational people. Right? Some people in this world have an amazing ability to say things through words, but also through their actions that are inspiring. There are also those in this world who overcome impossible challenges that inspire us all. So for me, and I know you're the same, I've always loved inspirational quotes. I know you write them. Yeah. And, um, but for me, I've just, I've, always love them they just speak to me and i love to read books motivational inspirational books mm-hmm. and i want to give a quick shout out to nicole here mm-hmm. because she got me on to young pueblo books which um if you haven't read his books they're so inspirational Home, so I- he is an author on inspirational quotes he just has different books out there, and they're very oh, okay. inspiring. Yeah. Okay. So for me, it's and you can talk about this too. Um, you know, I have inspirational people that I look up to, and it is three particular people, and it's going to be very devastating when they, you know, when the world loses them. At least to me, I was first inspired in my life by George Lucas. Mm. He's my first inspiration because no one wanted to produce his shit. No one gave a fuck about him. And he created a few movies before Star Wars. But then his, I mean, his imagination, his creativity. And I think I've talked about this before. He inspired me. He inspired my whole life um, from the first time I saw Star Wars. That even though no one supports you and no one's behind you, you can do great things. And he did that to me. Now the, Yes. Now, the second person, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, really? He's inspired me. He came from shit. He came from Austria. He came over the United States. He had a dream to come to the United States and do these amazing things. He couldn't speak English. He, he, he had to start off with movies. I don't know if you knew this. His voice was dubbed. Oh, I didn't know that. His, his voice was so bad. His voice had to be dubbed into the movies like his first movie, uh, Hercules in New York. His voice had to be dubbed. Um, and then eventually he learned pretty good English. And then he started to do all these movies, and he always wanted to be a Hollywood star. First bodybuilding, then Hollywood star. But it's really not so much his acting, but his dedication to his art, to being the best bodybuilder in the world. The mm-hmm. dedication he did. There's no one. There was no one more dedicated than him. Yeah. The other person's Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. Oh, he, gosh. <laughs> no one was ever going to give him a chance. 
199th pick overall. There'll never be another Tom Brady. He was inspiring too, like George Lucas and like Arnold Schwarzenegger came from nothing. Nobody believed in you. They said he was scrawny, out of shape, all these things. It was his mindset and his determination and passion for the sport and his knowledge. And even though people don't support you, they're not behind you. If you believe in yourself, you can do it. And I believe that these three people were very inspirational to me and they still are every day and they keep pushing me very to cool. be better. So who is inspirational to you out there? To what all do you of think to you? The, the gymnast is inspirational to you, isn't she? The gymnast? Yeah. What's her name? <laughs> Which one? Simone Biles? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Growing up, I would say gymnasts were more inspiring to me growing up because that's when I was into gymnastics and competing yeah. myself. Yeah. And I do. I have a list of very inspirational gymnasts that got me like so but, motivated. But her inspiration is not only behind the fact that she was so de dedicated and passionate to her sport. The coming but out. The coming out. The, 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 um, the abuse. The, yeah, yeah. Coming out and talking about what happened to her and being strong. So, so yes, her, but she wasn't the she wasn't the leading person in it. That was actually somebody, a different gymnast named Ali Reisman, who she came first. Forward yeah, first. she was the one with the strongest voice, and mm. she kind of encouraged Simone to come forward. And yeah. Simone, because she was this, you know, she had so many Olympic medals, and everybody knew her, and everybody loved her. Yeah. I feel like she got people to listen. To listen, yeah. To listen, yeah. Okay, so meditation. There are many things about meditation that slows our world down and brings us peace. It can slow down our heartbeats, slow our aging, and improve our overall health. It's so important in my life, meditation. It just, you know, for me with my anxiety yeah. issues, yeah. it just calms me and it puts me in a place where I'm ready to start my day. So meditation for me was probably one of them, was probably at one time the most important part of my life and the most important part of my day. Uh, I would do it very often. You know, I'm not someone who, I'm going to be honest, I don't do it much anymore. Yeah, I know. Um, it's sad. I'm, I'm very sad about that. I can't, I can't come up with an excuse that life's gotten too busy or anything else like that because 15 to 20 minutes of your life is not much at all. You can invest it in meditation. I would, well, I would say probably a half hour would be the best to do, at least a half hour of meditation if you could an hour every day. And it will change your life. Mm -hmm. um, I just wish I did it more. Uh, Amanda continues to tell me to do it. Me too. Um, I do do it, but I only do it for like 10 to 15 minutes. Either it's before bed. Honestly, it's before bed and I always seem to do it then, but I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I lay back and I breathe and I listen to some Buddha music or some like space music, something like calming and quiet. And by the end of passing out before your half yeah. hour ever comes. So I do go to bed to meditation. You know, uh, there's many days where I only do 10 minutes too because yeah. life is busy, but it's better than nothing. And uh, no, I agree. Something is better than nothing. Yeah. And we all should be meditating. And I know there's probably many of you guys who do not meditate. Find that peaceful location, whether it's out in the wild, you know, if you're in living in Hawaii, get out in the jungle, cross your legs, take it all in, silence, breathe in and out, and just listen to the world around you. But you can do that in your house, you can do it in your bedroom, you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. and, and really do it, because it does make you healthier, it will make you healthier, it will calm you down and relieve stress. And it's very important in one's life. And we do not appreciate what meditation can bring, and it's free. I know, It's I know. free, so do it, please. The quiet of the night. In most places at night, things grow quiet and peaceful, and in that silence of the night, one can be thankful for such stillness. The serenity is my favorite thing about living oh. in the jungle. I just love falling asleep to the rain and 
the trade winds on my face when I have the windows open. I and know. I love listening to like the bamboo rustle with the wind. And yeah. it's just, it's such a beautiful sound, but it's, it's so, still. it's like so quiet, yeah. but then there's like that nature sound. Yeah. A lot of people come, believe it or not, they awaken at night. That's their time mm-hmm. to come to, to awaken. Sure. Like I do a lot of my work at night. Yeah. It's quiet. No one's bothering me. The lights are down low. You know, it's just like everything's dimmed down. And it's just a time that I like to get things done. Yeah. Um, things slow down for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. During the day, you know, I'm working. I'm out. I'm out and about, you know, doing things. But at night when everything quiets down, you, there's just another, there's a whole nother world at night that exists. And I, I love the night. I mean, I wouldn't mind being a vampire. that would be a great time for me i'd be okay with that i know you wouldn't be getting any sun if you were a vampire so i couldn't do it yeah see so i would be very i may have to cross over and be a vampire i don't think i could suck people's blood to eat well you know (laughs) you just kill the bad people (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) okay what you got next Oh, faith, hope, spirituality, and prayer. Yes. It's a powerful force in our lives. For those of us who believe in a higher purpose in this life and beyond, faith, hope, spirituality, and prayer make us stronger and inspire us towards something greater for our fellow man. You know, I'm not the most religious person. I'm very spiritual, though. Mm -hmm. But I do find that people who are very religious, they tend to be like the most hopeful people and yeah. sometimes the calmest people because yeah. they do have such strong faith that they don't worry yeah. as much as everybody else. No, I agree. And the thing about these, what we're saying is whether you're on one side, whether you believe in, let's say Jesus Christ or God or, or, or Buddha or, uh, you know, whatever you may believe in, I don't believe faith, hope, spirituality, and prayer is focused on one particular religional it's belief. Not, yeah. You can have prayer and be spiritual. You of can course. have hope and faith and be spiritual and not religious. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe you can have both. You know, and if you believe in you know Jesus Christ and God and all that, or if you believe in some supreme being that created everything or is a creator, then there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong to believe in whatever you want to believe. I totally agree. But for agree. us personally, I believe there is power in prayer and power in faith and uh, hope. Hope. Prayer, yeah. How can we all, we all have hope. I, I hope so. Yeah. And yeah. prayer, I agree. Like, I don't, like I said, I'm not the most religious person, but prayer is very powerful. Yeah. It is. And I think it gives you hope. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I agree. The bounty of the earth. Providing fruits, vegetables, nuts, and grains right from the ground. Can oh. you believe this fucking shit grows out of the ground? I know. It's one of my favorite things. I love <laughs> I love growing my own food so much. It's so rewarding. We're, we're, are we thankful enough for this? Are we thankful know. enough that stuff grows? Like in the Garden of Eden, shit grows off of trees that you can <laughs> eat. I know. <laughs> I'm so thankful for my Okinawan spinach because Oh that my god, is that like shit is the bomb. <laughs> Amazing. It's huge, and you know we've taken pictures and posted them about all the other spinach and that the lettuce. Perpetual that, spinach. Oh my and god, yeah. this stuff grows crazy, and no. you know just to know that the, the, the essential things that we need as an organic life form, as a human being, the earth provides. Is that not something to be amazingly thankful for? That it is in perfect order. It's true. It, it's an amazing thing, and I'm very thankful for those things. 
your favorite meal. Food is one of the joys and pleasures of life, and sitting down at the dinner table or at a restaurant for our favorite meal is not appreciated enough. What's your favorite meal? My great-grandmother's sauce, gravy, gravy. meatballs, sausage, and penne pasta. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for me, it's eggplant parm. Yes. I love eggplant parm. Oh, eggplant palm is good. I made a, I make a hell of a good make eggplant. Make but see, an amazing all, one. All this is from my is from you know the the Sicilian tradition that my family has handed down. I mean, I but it also when you have that meal, when you have your favorite meal, there's got to be something linked behind that. For me, it's been memories. Memories are linked. Smell. Oh, mine's just taste. Oh, real. That's yeah. it. That's it. I have no memories okay. with eggplant parm. <laughs> I mean, you make an amazing one, but it was my favorite meal before you, well, I before have, I had yours. I have memories behind my eggplant bomb. Okay. Okay, and then I handed off my memories to you when you get to eat it. Yeah, there Isn't you go. it wonderful? It is amazing. <laughs> but what I'm saying is it was my favorite meal before I met you, too, so. Oh, okay. I don't know where it came from. I is just mine the it. best you've had? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, totally. You're you're an amazing chef. Thank and you. um yeah, you definitely have some great secrets. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, but when I every time I in the process, if it, it, it's a meditative religious process when you go, when you, if you are a chef and you go through cooking because what you're doing, and it's funny because I can bring Hawaii into it. When you talk about the Hawaiian tatau and you talk about how your ancestors are tattooed onto you in your life's journey and your ancestors are on your body. That's the process I go through every time I make a meatball, every time I make the sauce. My my family is around me. That have passed. They're watching me. Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's beautiful. So I'm, ex- I got to do them right. <laughs> so I got to make sure I get <laughs> it right. My great grandmother. Yep. The recipe is not written down. It's all in my head. It's all in love. And anybody who is a chef or is someone who is the cook in the house that is bringing and passing down these types of amazing recipes from their families from hundreds of years. That's the, you guys know what I'm talking about. It's a very special moment. And the meals that I make is passed down over several hundred years, you know, and it's, a, I don't, nobody knows how to cook it other than me. So, so I'm a, I am I know, nervous. And that's, I am yeah. nervous. It's gone after You're going to have to teach someone. I have to teach somebody. You do. I have to teach somebody. Um, yeah. Most, I would say a lot of people don't grow up in families that love to cook. Yeah. Um, you're family is very special for yeah, that i yeah. think like we our families cooked because they had to <laughs> yeah the family. i hear you <laughs> i hear you but yeah so that favorite meal is just something when you when you eat when, not only when you're cooking it in the process that i just said but when you're eating it you're thinking you're smelling you're experiencing you're hearing memories of the past and that's always been important to me when yeah. you eat the last meal i don't have any of that but <laughs> <laughs> but that's beautiful <laughs> now we're going to get into one of my favorites Ice cream. Yay. What's this one say? It says nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream is one of those things that I think everybody loves, but um, no one's... I don't think people I don't think people come out and say, "Oh, I'm so thankful for ice cream." What? How many flavors can you get in ice cream? Oh my god, ice cream's amazing. I mean, just the, just it melting in your mouth and that creamy feeling and, you know, there's little bits of maybe nuts in it or flavors and stuff like that. I'm like, this is like a little slice of heaven. It's like, my god, ice cream. Everybody has to be thankful for ice cream. I love Who doesn't like ice cream? That's like pizza. Pizza and ice cream. Yeah, right. I yeah. I love when you go somewhere that makes homemade ice cream too. Oh, that's that's the my best. favorite. Oh that's my god. That's the gosh. best. What is like what, what is your top do you have like one to two one to three top flavors? Yeah. What do you got? 
Um, growing up, my favorite was always mint chocolate chip. Okay, that's but one of I'm my top three. Super picky about it. Baskin Robbins. No. Oh, that's one of my. That that's my, my favorite Baskin that Robbins. That is my least chip. favorite. Oh, you're shitting me. No, because I don't like that artificial flavor. Like no. I, I think I prefer white mint ice cream over oh. green mint ice oh. cream. Except sometimes some green mint ice cream does it right, but yeah. a lot of them it just has like this weird artificially, like just not a real mint flavor. To you know me. how long Baskin Robbins has been around? We I used know to go it's not to my favorite. Yeah, I remember the old days. My grandmother used to bring me to a Baskin Robbins. We would sit around the. Um, it's like, it was like a diner, and you'd have the yeah, ice cream yeah. floats and things like that. No, don't get me wrong. Robins. I love Baskin Robbins ice yeah, cream. Yeah. I just don't love their mint chocolate chip. Oh, that's fine. Okay. And okay. then cookies and cream is cookies a big one. Cream. I love cookies and cream. Yeah. So those are your two top ones. I mean, that's yeah, good. That's and good. then it changes a bit. So I love um, Rocky Road with the marshmallow, the chocolate. My grandfather used to buy that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I love I love Rocky Road. I love um, mint chocolate chip. Uh, Baskin Robbins one, and I think those are my top two. I don't know. Actually, yeah, there's so many flavors here in Hawaii. I love many of them. So that's what I was gonna say too. Yeah. It's kind of different here. It is different. You have, like, local it's very flavors. unique. Yeah, it's very unique. And they're amazing. They are. The gelatos are amazing here oh too. Oh God, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, the mochi ice cream. Oh, the mochi ice cream. <laughs> oh, here we go. Get into it. Shave ice. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> okay, being full after a meal. Imagine going to bed always hungry. Hungry is a major problem around the world. It's a blessing to be able to eat until we're full. It truly is. And I don't, yeah. Do people realize that? How important? So, you know, I just want to tell this really quick story. When yeah. I was um, in my early 20s, I remember after college, I moved in with my dad for a little bit and he had a gym by his house that we belonged to. And I would go to the gym all the time and I became really close friends with a personal trainer there. Okay. And um, she actually, I started doing personal training on the side for a little bit for extra money. It was her who convinced me to. And we just became really close friends and um, we would, you know, we now that I think about it, it was weird like we really never hung out outside of the gym uh -huh. and I don't know why I didn't at the time know why um, but she was just so happy and bubbly and sweet and beautiful and I loved her as a person and later on I found out she actually wrote a book like a um, biography about uh -huh. her not a biography but like a memoir about her life she lived a crazy life like she grew up in a freaking cult and she had to escape it and she had nothing when she left like she went pretty homeless pretty much homeless so she was able so her big one of her big brothers she had a huge family but her and her big brother like escaped together and he let her live with him and tried to feed her but she went many days without eating all the time and this is when i was hanging out with her wow and i had no idea she never let on i never knew that she was starving like oh my god if i could have known i would have bought her so much food you know and it's just so crazy to know that this girl went through that and yet she was so happy every day yeah. just because she escaped that life and she yeah. finally had freedom jesus i know uh you know when i'm when i'm driving to pick people up in Waikiki, y you'll see the her homeless person going into the garbage. Yes. And they'll take out a soda bottle or, or you know, whatever, McDonald's, and, or, and they'll take over a leftover um, plate lunch. Mm. They'll eat the leftover. You'll see them. They'll put their hands right in and of eat the leftover rice, whatever they can get. And, you know, I was thinking what it feels like to be hungry, and I, fo I forced myself to go hungry because I was doing like a fast, right? I've done it before. And maybe I'm um, two days in, and that feeling of your mind, what happens to you? 
It's horrible. It's unbearable. I can't fast. I, I can't function when I do it. It's unbearable. You get headaches. Everything goes to hell. Um, your f- main focus is how do you get something into your mouth. And you can't think about anything else. So I can't imagine not feeling full after a meal. Like 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 so many people don't. I know. And it's a really sad thing. And, and that definitely should not be happening in this country for should sure. Not. And millions of people around the world starve. Are and starving. it's so bad right here in Hawaii. It's horrible here. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of soup kitchens, but still people don't get to them. And it's just sad. Like, we should really appreciate it. Like, like Thanksgiving dinner. You pass out after you eat because you are full. People don't get that. Yeah. People don't get that. Waking up to the person you love. It can be one of the best feelings to wake up next to the person you're in love with. That is true. Isn't that wonderful? It is a great feeling. And then they fart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you really have to ruin it. Uh, and then you're like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm just joking. I know. No, that is a wonderful feeling. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that all we're going to do for that one? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. No need to elaborate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Having support. It's nice to have those around you that support you through life. You know. A support system. It really is because when you don't have that, you really feel it. Like you I feel was, alone. I was talking to um, one of our close friends. Actually, we were both talking to her recently or mm-hmm. messaging her. And like she just doesn't have that family support for what she's going through. Yeah. And I just, my heart goes out to her. I'm not going to say any names yeah. or anything, but yeah. like I just, you know... I just, my heart goes out to her. She has to be so strong to make her own decisions. And I just can't imagine, you know, I've been so blessed to have a supportive family. Yeah. And I think we've been a support system for many of the listeners because they have, they have indulged a lot of personal information and we've kept it, you know, close to the chest and, you know, we've helped them and talked them through some things. And, and uh, we have had our own issues that we've talked to the patrons about as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it's good to have support, any form of support, especially when you know these people actually care about you. It's true. The patrons really support us, too. They absolutely, all of you greatly support like, us. And email, we appreciate it. They'll email us and ask us how we're doing. And sometimes, like, you'll respond and just, like, unleash on them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, you know... When we're talking about having support and everything, you know, there's many that keep in touch with us, but there's a lo- there's there's some who haven't. Like, right, that's like, true uh, too. Larry, the last time we talked a lot about uh, to Larry was about um, getting together to doing podcasts, right? Oh yeah. Uh, Robert, have not heard from Robert. Ro- I miss our conversations. I Me and know. Robert would have on email. So, but life gets busy. They'll no, be back. I know. But I'm just letting I'm letting them know that we're thinking of you guys. Mm-hmm. We're thinking of everybody that um, listens to the show and supports us and uh, reach out to us because we do miss you guys and we're hoping that everybody is okay out there. Yeah. You know, we could go through the list of everybody. And there's a lot of them that I, w- I would like to hear from because yeah. it's been a while. Michelle, haven't heard from Michelle for a while, way back. Like, I don't know the last time I heard from her. Um, there's just a lot of people on the podcast that we haven't heard from in a while that we'd like to hear from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here we go, coffee. Oh. How can you start the day without coffee especially kona coffee or kau coffee yeah so let's talk about that now kau coffee peter has been on board on this before we were on board that's cool Good so i didn't know well now now what we did is we got it with um 
Mark, was it Mark that got it? Or did he get the Kona or did he get no, the... No, that was a Peabury. Peabury Kona, right? Oh, Peabury I don't Kona. Know if it was yeah, it must have been Peabury Kona. But now we have Kau, which is on the opposite side, growing uh, from Kona on the Hilo side, below Hilo. I've been trying... I really thought that you could not grow coffee in this area. But clearly you can in a much smaller region. Supposedly the coffee is better than Kona. Well, now, we're think? talking about this right now. I... I actually like it better. I want to hear from Pete on that because Pete's been drinking this coffee. Yeah. The different coffees for a while. And I'm wondering if Pete thinks that, um, and by the way, well, there's a Pete and a Peter. And Peter's over in Kauai right now. Right? Yeah. Is he still in oh, Kauai? Oh, oh okay. Did he leave yet? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, he might have left by okay. now. Um, so I'm trying, we're trying to figure out, is Kona taste better or does the Kau taste better? Now, Kau is grown in an area half the size of Kona, so it's twice as rare. And people are putting that out there as the best coffee, and it's going to be the new Kona. And it's really expensive because it's rare. But it's good. It's really good. Let me say this, and you can attest to it. It depends on, like, where you buy it. The plantation that you're getting it from. We've had different qualities of coffee. We have. The one that we got, um, the first one we got, I do think it was better than Kona coffee. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second one, not as good as Kona. Agreed. And that Kau was not as good as the other Kahu. So. So it's confusing. Ah, uh, yeah. So I'm wondering if this, I wonder if then you're, they're not like, maybe as time goes on, the Kau coffee will get more recognition and maybe people will be controlling it better. Yeah, and so just because to, I don't want to have different varieties. Of, it's weird, right? Yeah, it just is. to clarify, they're both 100% Kau coffee. Yes. But they may be in a little bit different area. But see, Kona is Kona, right? So any Kona coffee in Kona is kind of like tasting the same. So I wonder if they had, this is some kind of something newer. Mm-hmm. And they have to get into the process of just making it like universal. Like if you go buy a cheeseburger at McDonald's, it tastes the same at every McDonald's. Yeah. So I don't know. But we're just letting you guys know about this coffee. If you haven't heard of it yet, you start looking for it. It's going to start coming out. You may be like, if you see it somewhere, you may be like, what is this? I don't even know what this is. Uh, but don't get one that has 10% in it, like Kona. No, that's not real coffee. That's not real coffee. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, coffee, it's cherished. I love coffee. I I have a cup before... Uh, I have a cup when I wake up in the morning. I have a cup before I go to bed. Sometimes I have a cup in the middle of the day. I just love the smell of coffee in the morning. Love so the I have my old-fashioned coffee maker. I won't <clears> use <throat> a Keurig because I want that smell of the coffee yeah. brewing. I want it to smell my whole place. And I love that smell. This something's essential life. You got pizza, <laughs> you got ice cream, you got coffee, and I'll be honest with you. And I think we, even if you're not a meat eater, bacon. These are things that the world relies on. So for me, I replace, <laughs> I would replace bacon with cheese and wine. And wine. Okay, so cheese and wine. Okay, cheese and wine is a good replacement for bacon. But I'll tell you, there's just something that creates some amazing feeling <laughs> when you smell. I don't know. Yeah, it's like coffee. When you smell coffee, you like to get that. Like, you you want to get up. You want to get going. If someone's cooking bacon in this house and I'm in my, my bedroom, I can smell that shit. Of course you, you can. You wake up. You get going. You get moving. You're ready to move on with your day. Anyways. Okay. Mm, surprises. surprises. <laughs> Life wouldn't be the same without surprises. Isn't that true? Can you imagine? No surprises. Aw, somebody has a surprise coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a really good one got to have surprises. Hugs. Holding someone in your arms is a beautiful moment to appreciate. 
See, it is. And that's hugs. where hugs. going back to the beginning, if you didn't have that sense of touch and you couldn't feel yeah, a hug, like I that know. would be really hard. Yeah, that would be hard. That's why I'll give up smell. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> hugs are very important and hugs release, uh, release a lot of um, oh endorphins. Yeah, endorphins. Chill you out, release stress. And that's kind of like crying too. Crying is important too, believe it or not. Crying, yeah. crying, hugs, and crying releases a lot of stress as well. Totally. So if, you, if you're watching a movie, if you're crying, if you haven't seen someone in a long time and you're crying, if you go through a memory or an emotion and you want to cry, it's okay to cry. It is okay to it's cry. It's beautiful to cry. I cry at every Disney movie I watch. <laughs> Never fails. <laughs> um, I really cry to any movie that I have an emotional attachment to. You cried last night. Did I again? Shit. <laughs> Do you remember? Listen, guys, I <laughs> I cry watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and I cry watching Dune. <laughs> yeah, that was last night. I cry watching Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's because it's an emotional moment in the movie that you're attached to. If you're a reader of books, when you see movies that are adapted to perfection or close to perfection, and you've imagined this particular scene happening, like in Lord of the Rings, it was um, Aragorn when he meets the love of his life again. And she decides to give up her morta- her immortality to be spend one life with him. Mm. That's so fucking powerful. And when you see that in the book, and, re- and when you read it in the book and you see it live, and the way they talk in Elf, oh, fuck, it's just amazing. <laughs> and then you see Dune and you... Tell me about Dune. Did it live up to your expectations? Dune, I was so hyped about Dune that there's no way anything could live up to my expectations. He did the best adapt- uh, adaptation that could be done. Okay. And so. the moment that got it for me is when he was smelling the spice and you hear through the wind, the sleeper has awakened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking powerful. Okay. That was the best part of the movie. <laughs> because <laughs> then you knew that he is awakening into his godliness. Yes. And he's going to become something amazing. And... If you didn't read the books, you understand that he is a person that knows the knows the way of all things. So when you see that scene when, oh, what's her name, checks to see his uh, suit, that it was fitted right, mm-hmm. he said, I thought that's the way it should be done. Yeah, There's no fucking he way knew. you would know, he but knew. there's no way anybody would know. Right. Because he already knew. Yeah. Which means he knows, he's slowly gaining the ability to know everything and see everything. And when he fought the fighter at the end... He it's already amazing. knew how to defeat him, mm-hmm. and he had never fought that style before. It's although he was a decent fighter at that point, he, he probably would not have been able to beat Furman, and he was able to because he already knew the way. He didn't want to kill him, but that was the only way to do it. So if you haven't seen Dune, yeah. go watch it. Yeah, and then the second <laughs> one's going to come out. I really could have. I'll tell you guys when we watched um, Blade Runner, it was long. Mm-hmm. This movie was long. It did not it feel, feel long. long. I, no. I thought I could have went another two and a half hours and watched the second part too. I think obviously when the second one comes out, it's best it's best just to go ahead and watch the whole thing. Because it was little teeny bits and scenes that were from the book. The way they did it in this movie was just so much with so much clarity compared to the old eighties movie that was done. Right, which you didn't like. And right? I, I, I was okay. But it wasn't like this. It wasn't like this. Okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> Tangent. Uh, long, hot showers. Oh, yes. These joyful, private, peaceful, meditative moments when time stands still. And that is true. I love them, especially if you turn your shower into a jungle shower and put lots of jungle plants in it. 
This is one of the pleasures in life, just taking a hot shower. That's something that so many people don't even get to take every night. That no one, there's people who don't take showers for days. If you're homeless, you know, you find no, it in Hawaii, you find a place, any of the showers on the beach, but it's not hot water. Right. You don't get to just meditate and just relax and let your mind go. And especially, I think you have the best shower ever in the world. So. No, the best shower. Yes, my shower is amazing and I'm yeah. so grateful for every shower I take in it. But the best shower in the world is a picture I sent you of the oh. waterfall shower surrounded by giant monstera leaves. Yes. Oh my God, that is like my life goal. So, <laughs> so I've already started to work on the shower for the Big Island property. Like I've already already started our to shower. imagine. Yes, our shower. <laughs> so it's going to be it's going to be attached. It's going to be not attached. It's going to be part of the yard, but it's going to be a lava rock wall, and we're going to have like a an outdoor space that's going to be an outdoor tropical shower, with monstera and ginger and all these other amazing things, and it's going to be like you're walking into the rainforest to take a shower. I, you know, I think both of us have dreamed of something like that. Yes, and that shower head, that waterfall shower yes, head, was yes. just the most beautiful thing I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, I think that's one of the most impo- important parts of the house is the the master bath and we just want to create a master bath that is far beyond anything that you could imagine something that really has a deep connection to the out- outside world and serenity and yeah. yeah exactly showers are amazing making love is amazing too <laughs> it is. be grateful for all the times you get to be this close with the one you love and experience this interaction with the person you love had to make the list making love how can making love not be a thankful list no of course it's very important because every time that you make love with each other you grow a deeper and stronger connection with the person physically and mentally absolutely making love (laughs) loving your job how many people hate their job in their lot in life they loathe the idea of getting up and wasting away at a dead-end job with a shitty boss if you love your job and get excited and inspired by what you do or the people you help you are blessed so my passion for what i do drives me my job isn't the best yeah but my profession is pretty amazing Meaning, I love school psychology. Yeah. Um, working here in the Hawaii DOE is, you know. <laughs> it's tough. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. But I hear you. last week really revived my passion and my spirit because lately I feel like when it comes to work yeah. I and my job, I had been feeling so burnt out. Yeah. And just like we're constantly fighting for our profession here in Hawaii because we're just it's so limited like we're trained to do so much yeah. but we're only allowed to do so little That's here sad, I and i know and it's just we fight so hard and we get nowhere for years and then this past week my nonprofit had three really important meetings yeah. and they went so well and have like potentially huge implications for changing the field in hawaii and it's just like rejuvenated me like Good. that passion is back. back i'm ready to fight hard There's now hope. yeah There's the hope. hope is back <laughs> so it was an amazing week work-wise good good i mean i love my job i love what i do the thing with me and it's always been an issue with me is over time i need to do something else yeah that, and that's your sagittarius <laughs> this is my i have to do something else when i get something rolling and the train's moving it's time to move on. Yeah. It's time to move to something else and leave something off to somebody or something like that. But right now with the rebuilding of the Jeep business, the brew bust business, um, and some other ideas I have going on with the travel agency that we're building 
And um, this new thing that I'm going to get into, the NTFs, yeah. is that what they, what are they? <laughs> TFNs? What the fuck is this? <laughs> NFT, I think. NFTs. Is that right? NFTs. I'm not even sure. It's where you, if anybody have heard of it, we talked about, did we talk about it at the beginning? Yes, um, you did. I'm going to do a bunch of animations and, and cartoon drawings, which I love to do because I'm a, you, you already know. have a lot of it. Yeah, I already have a lot done. I'm going to continue to do it and sell them. Maybe I'll sell them for hundreds of thousands of dollars. I don't know what this world is that we're living in right now. <laughs> I've missed this whole new world of of uh, Crypto bitcoins, currency. cryptocurrency, <laughs> and all this little little images you can sell online and move them around with your camera and all this bullshit. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to move on now. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to do that <laughs> on the side, you know, in my spare time. Your and spare whatever, time. Yeah, not that I have any. I know. And then I'm going to, you know, invest the money from the um, the Jeep and the bus when that gets going into like stuff like this and make money from that as well. Hopefully to get us to the big island even quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. We'll and see. I think actually it's something you'll get super into once you learn it all. Well, as long as I don't invest too much. So I'm going to invest a low amount and see if it makes money. And yeah. if it does, if it doesn't, I didn't lose anything. Exactly. If it does, I gained a lot. So we'll see what happens. But do I love my job? Of course I love my job, but I love my next job better. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you like, love change. Like Tom Brady. He new, loves his New goals Super yeah. and new passions. Tom Brady loves his Super Bowls, but he loves the next one better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and get that's it. That's kind of like, yeah. I, I just got to keep going. And um, as for the the the, um, the brewery thing, I don't know if I'm going to talk about that later, but it's getting there. We're almost there. It's just yeah. that Hawaii has to fully open. We have to have international travel. Unfortunately, it looks like with this new variant, they're going to start closing travel in Europe again. So I'm really nervous about this. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, this isn't our fault. It's just Hawaii is so far behind. I know. We really are. Reopening. And I don't know why. Like, yeah. We'll see what happens. But if something comes upon with this new variant, guys, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but it's Unicron. No, that's the guy from the Transformers. Yeah, oh, I know. Jesus Christ. I don't think it's called that, but it's, it was... Um, uh, Unicron? Unicron, Unicron. I forget. I don't know what the fuck it is, but they came up with a name for it. So, anyways, if it just if something comes up with this thing, guys, we'll talk about it. But we don't really want to talk about it right now. Yeah, the South African one. The South African one that's already gone into it's gone into Europe now. Yeah. So it's, things are getting a little scary again. So we'll see what happens. Okay. So the next one, holidays. Holidays allow us to have time off, unwind, and spend time with family, loved ones, and friends. Holidays are one of the most amazing things of the year. You base a lot of things on the holidays. I do. I still look forward to holidays. Yeah, especially Christmas, Thanksgiving. Uh, honestly, Christmas is number one. Thanksgiving. What's after that? Oh. Easter? No, they're just I don't kind even of know. the same. It's kind of that. that. Yeah. They all kind of blend in after that. So it's kind of like it's absolutely Christmas and then Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, totally. Agree. And birthdays. And birthdays, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so very important, and we should be blessed to have those as well. And I just so love the <clears throat> memories they create, the you know, yeah. the decorating, the festivities of all of that. Like we got all the decorations up almost. Just all the fun, yeah, yeah, of course, and all the fun things you do like during that time period, like Christmas. I mean, the we conversations. Love the conversations, but all just the fun little, I don't know, Christmassy related things we do. Yeah. Super fun. And I just, I love all of that so much. Yeah. And I finally get to wear my Santa COVID mask. Yes, you <laughs> do. You better start wearing that. <laughs> I know. I was not wearing it. I was not wearing it. <laughs> things that go right or work out. Mm. We so often get frustrated with everything that goes wrong. We forget how much continues to go right for us every day. Find gratitude. It really helps. It I helps do not believe this. in this one, but Amanda 
gets me to see the light. I do. So <laughs> I actually wanted to say, like, I try so hard to do this for you yeah, when know, you're having I a bad know, day. You're upset about some stuff, and I'll say something like, but at least but. the weather's perfect today, or <laughs> at least I love you. <laughs> I'm always, like, throwing in the positives. Yeah, because, I mean, you, like we've talked about, you have that horrible day, and nothing goes right. But you're still alive. You're still going to eat dinner that night. You're still going to go to bed. You're still going to relax at some point. So, and yeah. tomorrow's a new day. Yeah, look at the things that are going right in your day. For like the three or four things that have gone wrong in your day and you're just so upset and it can set you back so much. Just look at the positives. Do you get to go home to somebody you love? Will they give you a kiss? Will they give you a hug? You know, do you have children? Do you love your animals? There's so many fucking things to be happy about. Find that gratitude. It's true. <laughs> okay, we're going to do the last one. Go ahead the past yes we can be glad for our past helping us to learn grow and become stronger and wiser allowing us to become the best of ourselves that we are today yes and we kind of touched on this already but it's really true the past yeah it has some really painful moments for everybody i'm sure but it those moments have turned us into the people we are today it builds our character and you need to find gratitude in that yeah the i mean i've become I think anyone who has a specific type of past, you become stronger from it and wiser from it. But and be careful yeah. not to let it harden you too much. Yeah. That's where it gets a little tricky. So that also brings you back to not the strength of your heart, but your heart and your kindness. Because I always believe the light is stronger than the darkness. And mm-hmm. the heart and the soul and the kindness of that you have will always be stronger than the moments that made you hard For and sure. built up walls. I agree with that. Yeah. They can knock those walls down. Absolutely. I mean, because I, I, I always look at that. I don't know if I've ever said this. You know, in a sky of darkness, that star shines brighter than anything. Isn't that one true? star. Yeah. So even when you have a whole sky of darkness doesn't matter you still see the light that's the hope that's the faith no it's true and i think that's why i love stargazing so much because like it's just (laughs) no but it's true when you're out there staring at the dark sky and you see all these lights shining at you and it's just it is it's hope it's hope in the fact that each one of those lights you're looking at is either another planet or another sun and around every sun there's many planets circling it and it just lets you know there's so much life that I could know. possibly be out there. So much more than we really know. So much more than we can ever comprehend. And for anyone to ever imagine that this little blue speck is the only speck of life in this universe. I mean, that's that, just ridiculous. That went a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the past. The past. <laughs> well, when you look into the... Yo, no, I'm bringing it back. You okay, ready? Okay. And I think everybody knows going to know what I say. <laughs> when you look into the sky... You are looking Aww, into the past. That's true. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Lion King teaches us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, that's going to wrap up this podcast. We're very thankful again, you know, being Thanksgiving and all of your guys' continued friendship and support that you give all of us. Um, we hope you all enjoyed Thanksgiving with family and friends. What we're going to do is we're going to see you guys in December for all our Christmas podcasts. Uh, lastly, uh, this is what I wanted to talk about, about the um, Brew Bus Tours. Uh, we're going to start booking 
that out next month and we're excited that we have been able to secure our brewery guide expert who's been the main bartender at the Kona Brewing Company over the last 10 years. So excited. Yes, his name is Doc and we are beyond thrilled to have him uh, as we launch this adventure. Um, we're going to be booking in December and then into January. God willing, crap doesn't happen again. I know, I know. Because it's looking good right now. Yeah. Um, also, we're a little behind on the travel agency. We were planning to launch that Hawaii travel tours and rentals next year. Um, but you know, my problem is, is I focus on too many things at once. So we're going to wait until the brew bus tours are succeeding. One thing at a and time. One thing at a time. Yep. And uh, then we'll go over to that because what we want to do is we want to be able to book you out. If you if you plan on booking a whole trip out here. Hawaii Travel Tours and Rentals is going to do one day in the brew bus tour and one day on the Jeep tour, and you're going to have other things to do. So it's kind of like we're building the tours into the packages. Yeah, it's like build your own vacation. Exactly, exactly. Okay, guys, we're going to see you in December um, with our December podcasts on <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> and um, we're going to go listen to My Yellow Ginger Lay, another 1940s uh, movie. That's a beautiful movie. Or song. Oh, song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a beautiful I'm one. thinking of Dune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, we'll see you next week. All right. All right, ready? Shoot. Shoot. All right. Aloha. Aloha.
When you speak of Allah, it's all the above. The, all the good, yeah? So that opens a wide way range. Aloha. Whether it's Pono, Mikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still Aloha. Be Pono, be righteous. Around the 